smoking so much I started drinking the shit yeah. Brought stock in for breeze, I'm always changing my scent Crack your fortune cookie by the Asians I sent Breakfast in the car, you know bacon to win My mates and shit, young enough to give a fuck Pockets all bitchy up, lost a few pounds I'm still big as fuck, niggas up Night to your stomach, tell your ribs is cut I come from a different buck, 90 kids will stick you up for the gold watches with the crystal cuts yeah. And plus I knew a slut named Crystal once She would do anything for a twisted blunt Sip the punch, we about to go take a ride To a different side, full of broken wishes And I'm a side, I'm a ride Ain't been the same since my father died Twist a farm out the high Sipping on a different prize Grip the fire, kick the side That's just the risk you ride Yeah, plus I'm with the guy Those of you with flash photography, you are now in the midst of the greatest tag team in the history of podcasting on the illustrious podcast night powered by the cookup. It is on the money sports back at it again with another edition of on the money podcast. Of course, as always, I am one half of the mega powers of podcasting irrational and alongside me, my esteemed co-host. The former on the money sports champion, Oscar O'Money Muniz is in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are live. We are in the cookup after a one-week hiatus. We were at Casa de Money breaking down the NFC East, the AFC East. We had a lot of you guys giving takes that we didn't think were possible from certain individuals. But it was interesting. It was flowing. It was riveting. And we are back this week. This week's main topic is the AFC and the NFC North. I know all things AFC North, baby. Because we've been running that division for almost 20-something years since we came to North. <laughs> but I'm going to be objective this year, whether people oh. like it or not, what I got to say. Gonna be but objective? anyway, so much has taken place. And not only that, last week we had the Hall, the Hall of Fame game. It was a bunch of nobodies, except Josh Jacobs was in there for a couple carries last week. It was running but, hard, too. But this week, tomorrow night, it's Giants-Patriots. And then Friday and Saturday and Sunday, a full Whoa, whoa, slate whoa, whoa. You're, you're forgetting about the most important preseason game today. It's the Tennessee Titans going up against the Baltimore Ravens. And we're going to put the Bird Rodents in their place and seek a, just a tiny bit of morsel of revenge since we don't get to play them during the regular season this year. We'll go out there. We'll have a couple of guys who are hungry, who are basically playing for their jobs because you know that the big scissors are coming. It's time to make some cuts to fit that 53-man roster to see who's actually going to make it to September. There's still a lot to be determined right now, but nonetheless, the it's a slate of football. riveting game is Saturday at 7 o'clock at Hot almost said it, at Acroshore Stadium, Ew. as we'll I'm finally <laughs> get where, to where see. That I never heard him say it yet. <laughs> Mitchell I, never, I never want to hear him say it again. <laughs> take his first snaps as the starting 
Pittsburgh Steelers football player at, at AccuStab Stadium. AccuStab Stadium. Accu and then followed by Mason Rudolph and then by Kenny Pickett. <sighs> that is the most riveting game because it's so different and so much change. It is here, ladies and gentlemen. Our first time to get watched to all these rookies. I'm excited to see George Pickens play because I have been seeing what he's been doing on the practice field, and it is phenomenal. Yeah, it has been. It's and been it's been pretty good. There's been so, a lot a lot of a lot of good and bad coming from training camp. I noticed that a lot of times when uh, certain players are doing good, the fans will bring out the good, and when things are going bad, they'll talk about how it's just training camp, but. Lo and behold, that's how it was all last year. You have those fans that'll be like, "It's just training camp. It's just preseason. It's just I the season. Say, it's I just the care. playoffs." You've known me for years, <laughs> and I've always told you, I don't care who wins the preseason games. What I want to see is what you're doing. I just hope everybody stays healthy. Are you fundamentally healthy. sound? Are you, are you understanding your assignments? Are you showing why you were drafted? Are you showing some type of step that you're moving into the great direction? Your second year, your third year. You don't hear championships in weeks one through three in preseason. If that was the case, they would have gave awards to the Detroit Lions years ago for being undefeated in the preseason. I just well, they got their they got the show this year. They got or do you have to catch it? On only been later. I've only been watching snippets I of heard it a on lot Twitter. Of great, uh, Snippets are in it. I heard a lot of great yeah, like moments shit. where you're like, oh, okay. They're heard, entertaining. They have I a lot of good like characters. A scene where Deuce Staley's just like trashing cats left and right. They definitely have some interesting like they're an interesting football team. They're a team that we're gonna discuss a little bit later on into the show. Um, last week we started this journey as we go along through the maps of the NFC AFC uh, divisions. We started with the NFC East, AFC East. Mike D was in the building with us. Unfortunately, he couldn't be with us uh, tonight. He was. A I'm glad he was with us to discuss his team, and he uh, honestly swerved both of us. He did with his take as far as uh, I the was G -Men. not anticipating that. I was not anticipating that either. But uh, there comes a point in time, and I guess it happens with football, where it's like you kind of got to be real with yourself about the situation, knowing that they're a football team, like a lot of football teams that are sort of in the process of. You, know, you hate to overuse the word, but it's true. It's rebuild uh -huh. under new management. Um, a lot of question marks surrounding the quarterback and the running back. A lot of good things coming out of training camp about Mr. Saquon Barkley so far. Um, we'll leave the fantasy talk to him. He broke it down a little bit as far as the values of uh, some of the fantasy players coming out of the NFC, AFC East divisions. These two divisions... Um, of course, there's some names that you know that are going high in uh, drafts, but I'm I'm excited for a Saturday night sick pick. Shout out to uh, our brother from another Mike D, the uh, free bird. We wish he was here at the moment because I feel as though both these divisions are littered with tons of sleeper picks that can win you your leagues potentially. When and and I'm excited to see how he breaks down all the fantasy value of the the Lions, the Bears, the uh, the Ravens, the Steelers. You know, so. Many sleepers, um, a lot of question marks surrounding these two divisions as far as who's going to be in the basement, who's going to be sitting at the top. I guess tonight we'll start with the less controversial division, which is the NFC North. So we'll save 
We'll make the AFC North the the main event for tonight. It should be. In honor of uh, Oscar money here. Um, as you know, this is probably the episode where you and I clash the most over the years. Sometimes I would just put the Steelers in like third place just to mess with you, just to get the reaction, just to get the viewers, just to, just to get the blood flowing. Um, I did my due diligence, broke down the divisions as far as the standings go. Looking forward to it. Maybe we're looking at divisions that are the young well, team, RJ. the teams that used to get picked on before. Maybe they stand up to the bullies this year. Uh, some of the some of the teams that were they fell off the map a little bit last year are coming back for revenge this year. A lot of ways it can go, you know. And again, like every other uh, breakdown, some people will agree, some people will disagree. Nonetheless, the beauty of it is we're here all season long, standing by what we said. Dying on some hills, building houses on other hills. Nonetheless, we had and, and 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 you know that this all leads to the payoff episode, which is our playoffs and predictions episode, which is you know one of my favorite episodes to do, where we sit here and we give our Super Bowl predictions. Um, I can't remember what my prediction was last year. I know I had. I don't remember what it was. Was Kansas City and Buffalo and Tampa and Buffalo beating Buffalo Tampa. Tampa? That that was a pretty solid one. I was almost there. That was a pretty solid one. Of course, we both. I, I had mean, the Rams in the NFC title game, and I wanted to book the Rams to the championship, but I knew if I did, I was going to get mad Brady hate from everybody. So I was like, you know what? Let me just throw Brady in the Super Bowl so everybody can leave me alone. Because <laughs> you knew it was coming, and I was going to be the first one. And the little notorious did I know, Brady I knew I was hater. right from the rip that it was. You should have went with your gut. That the Rams <laughs> are going to be in the Super Bowl. Hey, I mean, realistically. I remember I told Raymar, because me and Raymar were texting back and forth around that time and he was like so what are you where are you leaning towards i said i think the rams are going to the super bowl but if i say that i'm a brady hater little and behold i got my one witness he knows and hey i'll keep it real i was betting against the rams all you year did, the last whole year, year. You didn't i believe was, in i didn't i didn't think it would happen i i didn't believe in it but that's the that's the beauty of it what up mike d what up sick picks is in the house brother can't wait for your episode on saturday night because uh i got a draft a week from now, I got on the August twenty first. I have my first fantasy draft, the Ooh, South Jersey early. Brawlers draft. Um, I, I I'm not worried. I, honestly, it works out for me just because of how booked I am for the next couple of weeks. I got drafts for the next three weeks straight, so I I I couldn't have been able to do it on the twenty eighth. I definitely wasn't going to be able to do it during the draft gauntlet. So all I can do is hope that my players uh, stay healthy. That's their objective: stay healthy for two and a half weeks for me. And, uh, you know, from there, once the football That's starts. That's rough because. Guys are going down already. So, you know, it, 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 it is rough. Uh, RJ, officially for the cheese, is in the house. He's saying 12 and 5. We take the North Bucket. As you know, unless you're living under a rock, you know who you RJ is like talking about. Later. Oh, it's about to get spicy tonight, baby. I feel some hot takes coming along. I think that my co-host might be a little surprised about the direction that I'm going to take it as far as my picks go. Um, I'll, I think that in the words of Joe Pesci and my cousin Vinny, my my breakdown of these two divisions is going to be dead on balls accurate. I'm feeling good about it. I measured up the I looked at the schedules. I looked at the strength of schedules. I looked at everything that I needed to. And uh, last week I was a little I was thinking to myself, damn, did I put them too high? Did I lowball this team this week? I am confident. I am confident that my picks will fall through at the end of the season. Just be sure to at me. Cheesesteak Mania 2. 
There's, there's so Sting much. Mania needs there's to get paid. So we much going why, on. You know, he'll, I'm pretty sure he'll be uh, posting later. Uh, Andrew's got a big weekend ahead of him. One of the number one fans in the fan forum who's been bringing <laughs> the heat for the last two years. Big weekend for the, our boy Drew. He had the crusade of the Nets aren't shit, and he won. And this weekend, he has a big weekend. Congratulations to Andrew and his, his soon-to-be wife. Absolutely, buddy. We love um, you, bro. Hopefully, now that once the gist, like I said in our comment, of this wedding bliss and the honeymoon is over, you find your way over to Casa de Money, so we get Cheese State Mania 1 paid, and then from there, we proceed to start Cheese State Mania 2. Honestly, I, I, we're about to mess around, go to ShopRite, get the steaks from ShopRite, the bread, the cheese, and just have the it stashed at Casa bread, de Money. We'll have it stashed at Casa de Money so that we can just – we'll make you the damn cheesesteak at this point. Just want to be able to honor it to give you your cheesesteak so that we can move forward amicably. Um, if you were tuned in last week, I have the Eagles winning the NFC East. My guy over here, no surprise, has his beloved Dallas Cowboys. My beloved. <laughs> Bro, we've been doing this podcast for – this is the seventh go around the sun that we've been doing these breakdowns, and I, I had swear, the Eagles winning the six division out of a couple seven of years ago, six out of seven of those years, Dude, you picked the Dallas Cowboys. I think there was a year Cowboys. I had the Giants. I think the first year we did this podcast in 2017, I think I picked the Giants in first place. And the Giants haven't won the division. I got to go back into podcast. my old computer where all the old audio files are saved. Yes, I still have all our old podcasts saved. Oh, Even though fun. SoundCloud doesn't, you know, those keep are, them. Those got to be fun. But I do have them, and I believe that three-hour <laughs> marathon, I picked the Giants to win the East. The G-Man. I just look at it like this. I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> real quick, we clown two about his arm. We can't do the, you know, we can't ignore the fact that the same questions are on Hurts. Well, we can't ignore the the, the, and, the questions and about me, Dak. The, he's still the best quarterback out of all four of them in that division. Overall, I'll say he is the what best. What was that stat I had but on is, him? Is is that the best 25 overall Twenty-five and six. What against the, the against East. the division? Here's a stat for you: zero touchdowns for the wide receivers outside of CD Lamb. So who among those guys is going to step up? They have no choice. They have no choice. But to there's going to be one of those guys that we're all going to hurry up after week one. To get into the waiver wire to grab one of their receivers. I know who I'm drafting in the 16th, 17th round to take take my at. chance on. You're you, looking at you, Thornton. You're looking at Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying his I name. Got you. I'm not saying his name just yet. Listen. But I'm going to give you the look on draft day. I'm going to give you the cold death stare. Or maybe Nick. I'll look at Nick since he's the Cowboys fan. I'll be like, this one's for you. This one right he here. He might not physically be at the house when we're doing the draft, but. He's gonna be home on the computer. Oh, wait for the online money sports draft. Oh no no for the I thought you said the dynasty. Oh no 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 the the dynasty draft is gonna be at Casa de Money, just like we did it last week for our our breakdown of the NFC. It'll AFC be East. on. Listen, the dynasty draft's an online draft, but we're actually gonna do it live in front of everybody, so everybody gets to see it. That so, shit is gonna be a movie, ladies and gentlemen. If I could take off Thursday of that week, the day after, I would, but the. Shipping managers on break. So guess who's in charge? Guess who's going to be drinking and smoking that night? <laughs> it's going to be the first time that we do a draft on this podcast. The first time in the podcast history that we're doing a draft. September the 7th, 
the Champions Dynasty Draft. What makes it even more special, what makes it even more prestigious is that each and every member of the dynasty that we're in has won a league in their past. It's nothing but the champions. It's like the uh, the Night of Champions pay-per-view uh, that when it, you know when it used to be like the real Night of Champions. So nah, the it, Clash of the Champions. The cla- there we go, Clash of the Champions. That's basically what it's going to be. Our three-year dynasty. I can't wait for it. I hope as many people tune in as possible because it's going to be action-packed. The guys are going to be there. Uh, I'll probably sit right by the draft board, put all the names up as people pick them online. It's the first. I mean, we might not even actually physically be like this. Like, it's gonna be. It's gonna be weird. Like, one it's of us party. will probably be talking to you. That like then the other person might come sit down and talk. You're gonna start like asking. So what are you thinking here? You got the people coming up to the board justifying who they picked and why they picked them. Yeah. So this is gonna be a different type of feel. It's going to be different. Ooh. It's gonna be spicy. Um, it's 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 gonna be instant reaction. It might be as similar to our new show that we're gonna be doing. Our 15, 20 minute show. Like we're still figuring out the logistics of how long we're gonna go. Maybe thirty. But it's gonna be. Su- it's probably gonna be thirty minutes every Sunday after the one o'clock games. Depending on how, depending on our mood, depending yeah. on what our team did that day, there yeah. might be some ten minute episodes and there might be some forty minute episodes. We're gonna debut Feelings Ball the first week one Ooh, after boy. the one o'clock games are over and an instant reaction. Which are you gonna be okay? Great, I'm gonna probably be the one with the instant reaction. I've already said on this podcast. Are you gonna be ago, okay? I said the Steelers are being the Bengals. Oh. One. I'm not changing that. <laughs> Be I'm okay. not changing that. I just want you to so, not have an attitude so that it can be fun and enjoyable. I, listen, for I will do what I have to do. Your I will diligence. not kick anybody out because as soon as the Steelers game's <laughs> over, the Giants and the Titans are playing. They're the four hey, o'clock game. Turn off all the TVs. You know, I'm starting to consider that maybe I should take that Monday off. You gonna pull a? You gonna pull a a, a Jan and throw what a up, Dundee? Jason? You gonna throw a Dundee at the TV and shit? The little one in the corner. <laughs> get mad as hell. I'm gonna sit there and just look at the little TV the whole time. What up, Jason? What's going on, bro? Because we to all see know you tapped in. Shout out to Jason, man. Always tuned in on podcast. Costly money is gonna be live on Sundays. I mean, it's gonna be the place to be. It's it's the new sports bar. Lo and behold, and I'll be back there mixing drinks. I got enough room back there. We get some ice. We get a. Uh, uh, We've already been our, talking about menus. Bottles. We get our we get our I bottle. Got Talking about menus. He, what happens on the days we don't want to watch? Oh, they're going to want to watch the game here, and we're going to have menus. We're going to do pizza. We're not doing the same takeout foods every week. We don't need to. I mean, because we can switch it up. You guys like tequila? I'll mix up some margaritas for us for the game. I got a guy at work who made some bomb-ass chicken wings in the oven. Nice. Like, when I say they were amazing, they were good. They had the right and out kick seasoning. You know what this man, I told him? I said, if I go buy 20, 30 pounds of chicken wings, Will you cook them for me? And I'll throw you an extra couple dollars. He looked at me and goes, no problem. Just get them to me 48 hours in advance. Hey, there you go. So one Sunday, the we stars, all chip in. We're going to have like 15, 20 pounds of wings, and I don't know how long they're going to last. <laughs> the stars are aligning. The energy is shifting. We are in the midst of football Everybody season. Everybody needs their weekly fix, Jason. You are exactly right. Everyone needs real sports talk for the real sports fan every week. Uncensored. Live from the cook-up studios. Unfiltered. We are here. We are live. And this is our time of the year. This is what we do. This is what started the podcast. This is what will continue to grow the podcast along with our friends who give us their time, their energy each and every single week, whether it's on the podcast, in the forum, with the new look. 
Cook Up Studio, baby. This ain't NXT 2.0. This is Cook Up 2.0. We're here, and we're ready to go. And RJ, um, someone's in the Bears organization said they are taking the North and not giving it back. Ooh. That's pretty oh, spicy. That might be a little too spicy for me. I wanted to talk to you about, and I think it's big news for all of us, especially with fantasy coming. We were just talking about the Rams. Matthew Stafford dealing with the pitcher's elbow. Like, he's that on a good. pitch count right now. That ain't good. And, and that ain't good for the Rams. He's either. not throwing every day. No. I, I was – and he's he's trying to give all – you know, here's one thing I know about Matt Stafford. Unless he can't physically get on the field, he's going to be there. And that's scary. That, I mean, that, he did it for Detroit for years. Now you're doing it for a contender. This is the same man who broke his collarbone. They took the time. I came back on the field and threw the game-winning touchdown pass. Like, let's never – like, this guy is going to – to warrior himself out there. Yeah, but and it's, I'm it's scared be because it's gonna be tough. So does that re redo the commitment to the run game so that, that way you don't you could keep him the twenty to twenty five passes a game? Well, then they've that, got a plethora the, amount of running that backs. That opens up Pandora's box as far as the health concerns with each of the running backs that they have. Like he's not the only unhealthy person on that team right now. Like, do we trust, Akers do we trust Cam Akers? Do if we he's trust Darrell Henderson? We all were primed to pick him in the first round. We were. We all were. of us were primed to pick Cam Akers in the first round of last year's draft until he got hurt. Darrell Henderson was serviceable, but he couldn't stay on the field. So, like you said, your points are very valid, that if they can't keep a running back on the field, then you put him in this position where he's got to throw and he's dealing with this elbow – yeah. It sounds like it doesn't need surgery. It just sounds like it's sore. I don't know how to – it sounds like – here, now I'm going to – I'm not trying to, like, talk about Ben, but the truth no, of the it's, matter it, it's is – No, it's in comparison, it's like his injury. Remember, and, and, and Ben – gradually got remember, worse. Remember, it in, got worse. in 2017, Ben was already talking about, yeah, there's some tears in my elbow, but I can still throw and it's no problem. Then 2018, he was talking about they kept him on a pitch count, too, in training camp. It's the best comparison And then 2019 – Boom, he tore his arm, and that was it. Like, that was the yeah. end. Yo, great job for him to come back as a serious friend the last two years, but the elbow was shot after that. The deep ball wasn't there. Well, that's no why more. he was dinking and dunking. It was it was holding the ball for two seconds, and nazi, 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 nazi. To his credit, though, <laughs> the man went 21, 21, 11, and 1. Yeah. Oh, wait, nah, that one, that's all Mason. Well, the thing with the Rams, based on what we're going to do with our projection and our breakdown of that division eventually when we get to it, it's all going to be based around whether like or not Stafford is going to be that good out. to go. You got a coin today? Uh, yeah. yeah right, we can coin. do that at the, we'll, the we'll end figure of out the... Whether we'll do the South or we'll do the West next week. Uh, but for now, we're, we're talking about the North. RJ in the comments talking about how the Bears organization is saying that they're taking the North and they're not looking back. I, lo- I love cool. the confidence. I love the confidence, but uh, well, you gotta be, bro. You have. Yeah, to how be. else are you gonna head into the season? You are you go- gonna say, "Oh, they're gonna own the, us again"? The guy can't come on. The, <laughs> the guy can't come on the podium. Go. We're gonna try to beat them. We're gonna, we're gonna, gonna give try. it our best. We're gonna no. give it our best, and we're gonna go out there. and We're gonna have, have some to, fun. You have to give that. Who's that? Listen. Dan Campbell, we laugh at, but Dan Campbell came out and was adamant. Like, he he oozed. Like, he had his team. Yo, they were a horrible team, but they kept fighting. <laughs> and they actually took two games against two important teams near the end of the season. Were they biting kneecaps? And there was a couple games where they lost by, like, single, like, one score or less games. I mean, Baltimore only beat them because the field goal did dink and then went in. 
Yeah, but that wasn't the same Baltimore team. We can all agree that they're yeah. Their their team was shredded as far as the injuries go. I don't know, man. I I I feel like you have to be confident. You can't come out and show weakness. You yeah, just can't do you? that. You're gonna lose the locker room. You're gonna lose the front office. You know, especially as a minority GM, he needs to come out. He needs to assert himself. The Chicago because Bears minority GMs like it or not, which is wrong. They don't always get a fair shake. So yeah, you're not wrong about that. It, it's wrong. It's completely wrong. And so he has to come out and he has to make this stance. And that's why he's also in a little conundrum right now with the whole Roquan Smith situation. With him asking to be out. Get me out of here. Like, it's tough. I mean, shit. I'll trade a first-round pick for that guy right now. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be mad at him in Tennessee. I'd, I'd like to see him paired up with Bud and Landry. Somebody and said, would you make this deal? Claypool? Devin Bush and a first round pick. I said, take it now. Yeah, as young. much as I say about Clay, like, I think Claypool's going to have a bounce back here, but well, he better. this is Roquan Smith. He better because you said the that 50 piece wing. you said that Claypool is going to have more receiving yards than any Tennessee Titans wide receiver. So for your sake, I hope Disco Fever has got his dancing shoes Remember, on. Remember, he has to be the lead. He, he has to beat whatever your leader got. Let's go Deontay Johnson, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's Deontay Johnson season, baby. Traylon Burks has to outproduce him. Or That's Woods. the only way. Or Woods. Or Woods. Or Kenny Phillips. No, no. Our, 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 yo, that dude is, is looking sharp right now. I know uh, Tannehill's My only concern right guy. now is Robert Woods. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Burks got to get hydrated. No, he's, he's, I think he's, he's looking good right now. Not for nothing, but, um, he's, he's looking good. People yeah. are starting to backtrack Smith, what they were saying about him. It sucks that that they're in this situation because Smith is a key player. But the problem is they're switching from a 3-4 to a 4-3 because Matt Eberlis comes from the Colts, who runs that 4-3, where the middle linebacker is Darius Leonard, and that's what he wants Roquan Smith to do. And it seems like Roquan isn't too too enticed to that. Like, he likes being in the 3-4 the, the system. Um Jason says Smith always been great. He really has. Pro Football Focus has him as a top five player. Not just top five linebacker. He's a beast. Top five player in this league. He is a beast. So if they can't work this situation out and some team comes in and swoops them up, like that's going to be crazy. <laughs> the Rams. <laughs> the rich are going to get richer. That's the what Rams, I see the Bucks. He's the not Bills. going to a it's bad gonna team. Be one of them. He's going to yeah. go to a team that's he's winning. He's going to dictate. He's going to a team that is saying to themselves right now. Because he came right out now, the same year as – um. Is this is his fifth year option that he's playing on? Because he came out the same year as uh, Evans did. Yeah, I, I I can see him getting traded, honestly. Because there's a team. Uh, there, there was a reporter on the Pittsburgh ninety seven three ninety three seven the fan today, and uh, um the guy from Chicago said like he goes before yesterday like I would say there was a zero chance, but after he came out did what he did. I could see between 30 and 40. But do I think Chicago does it? I don't know. Because what value are you going to get? Like, no one's giving up two first-round picks for him. Maybe a one, a one and a three. No maybe, one's giving up more a, than that. Maybe even a two and a three. Maybe Like, this could be, honestly, this this Roquan situation could be like Kevin Durant's situation where he's going to have to end up playing regardless. <laughs> Kevin Durant situation. Where Brooklyn at? <laughs> oh. You know, I had to throw that one in there. Oh. Well, I'll just, uh, Man, I can't wait for draft day as a Rockets fan. <laughs> Woo! Hello, Brooklyn. How you doing? In the words of Jay-Z. But nonetheless, 
Uh, RJ says he thinks he's seen a, a article where he is going to play, and I can see like you don't give him up, man. You, you just don't give him up. Well, right now, when you're looking at the situation for the Bears, they're also in a rebuild mode. They want to see how they many are. games they can win you're this year. You're also going to try to see is Justin Fields the guy. They want to see what they have in their young quarterback. So the Bears aren't in a position. Their Bears aren't in a position where they're trying to tank this season away. They're trying to make a statement this year. They're trying to get a win at least over the Packers, a win over the Minnesota Vikings, and put themselves into. Well, I mean, you know, they're trying. I'm not saying it will happen. It's just they're trying. You know, they're they're making an attempt. All right. I wonder. And, if my rankings are going to be like as similar as yours. I'm I'm hiding them right now because I'm not. Totally I left sure. them out so you can look at. I, I didn't I didn't look at your notes just yet. Um, like I did last week, I didn't do like a whole. I did bullet points, like four bullet four to three bullet points for each team. Yeah, and that we can go over. And I basically I did what I did last week where I kind of painted the picture. I kind of painted the scenario for the team. See and this also, year you paint the picture. This year I'm yeah. giving out like what do you think about this because this is what I think about yeah. this. Yeah, and whether whether it be evolve, the last evolve, bro. whether it be the last place team or the first place team, I have questions for each team as yes. far as what so can that's what a lot of my from being a lot of my statements are questions. Yeah. It's not all sunshine and days. This is the NFL. Like bad that teams division. beat good teams every week. <laughs> what up, Rob? What up, Rob? Our own Rose is in the house. And, of course, RJ will put, I own you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, Chicago fans don't like that. Stop that, RJ. Well, we'll see. Should I should I start us off? Should I kick us uh, off? Sure, go ahead. All right, so we're going to be going with the NFC North. Shout out to RJ. We're doing this for you. We're going to kick it off with the NFC North as far as our breakdowns for this division. Starting from the basement, working our way to the top floor. First, I have... Coming in at 6-11, and 11, I got the spunky Detroit Lions. This is still a relatively young team that's learning how to win. Every season, we label a basement team spunky, and this year, Detroit is my spunky basement dweller. They're going to be chippy. They're going to have an attitude. They're going to steal some victories for some pretty decent football teams. Fred Laird is not like what you're saying right now. The coach is a great guy, but it's still going to be a hard knock life for the Lions. You like what I did there? Or the Devontae less pack, pack, pack. <laughs> Who said that? Rob. <laughs> Jared Goff is not the answer, and he never was. DJ Chark was a great add on this offseason for them, and I expect big things from him and DeAndre Spoiler Smith. Spoiler alert. But this team is still a few years away from knocking on that top floor and saying, this is our house now. Like, they're not, they're not doing it this year. Um, but again – they're going to be a spunky six and eleven. It's gonna look. They're gonna look better than Dolphins in my eyes. They're gonna look better than another basement Aiden dweller. Hutchinson is too busy singing and dancing the Billy Jean. I didn't <laughs> get to see the clip. What up, Eric? Got our boy Eric Lopez in house. Boston Celtics fan tuned in. Um, he's asking for his shirt, Oscar. Where's Eric's shirt? <laughs> Where's the merchandise? It's gonna start. It'll start after next I week. I got a list, and on that list, everybody on there will be getting that on the money, sports, memorabilia. The merchandise is coming. The second show is coming this year. Big things coming for on the money sports. And honestly, it's because of you guys giving us your time, your energy, making the forum what it is, making the podcast what it is. Like, we'd just be two guys sitting here in a well-lit room talking to ourselves, but we're not. We're not. Not no more. We We're moving viewers, on up. We have an audience, and we respect and love our audience. Absolutely. So you're going to get your shirt because you won that bet 
with Oscar O money. Then, Is that the Ben Simmons bet? Yo, I, we won that bet too. Oh, you need to give us beers, sir. <laughs> you owe me beer. Beer remember me. The fifty dollar. <laughs> remember the fifty dollar bet for the Lakers. Beer me. He said, "You guys ain't got to bet nothing." Oh yeah, he said. He said. Uh, fifty says the Lakers he said, win the title. Don't get caught up in the novella. Yep. And I gave him the ending to the novella. I think I got a screenshot and saved on my computer too. I I, I don't know what everybody was like. But to go off of you, I do not have the lines in last place. Okay. I have them at eight and nine. Eight and nine. That's really good. I, I mean, think, Detroit Lions fans will eat that up all day. I really think this Lions team is a lot better than what people think. I think last year, um, <laughs> I, I, I think last year, it uh, it made them whole. It made them like they had a very solid draft. You know, you can't go any further down the the the, the, the rabbit hole. Um, I lo- I know Jared Goff isn't the answer. But I do believe in the pieces around him. I think DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams is the running back combination. They're going to get their yardage. I think DJ Shark is going to have a big bounce back year. Jamison Williams, guy that I didn't mention in my rundown of the uh-huh. Detroit, um, could be doing good. And then I also feel like this team's going to be a competitive team. I think this team has bought into Dan Campbell's mentality. Not the whole biting kneecaps, but the competitive. This dude's doing squats and up and downs with him. Like, this team is bought into him. Like, I like the guy. And he started to make certain moves in the second half of the year that made sense. Like, he started to catch his footing in the second year. I think they're more of a position with, with how well they drafted the last two years to be better than the Chicago Bears. You see, I don't know. Because coming in third at a whopping 7-10... and 10, I got the Chicago Bears. Um, I think that we see some good things from Justin Fields this season, but still a lot of questions Yo, as far as the trenches with this football team. First season with the new head coach, so we need to get a feel for who he is and if he will be able to implement a winning culture quicker than he ends up on the hot seat. Uh, the wide receiver core is weak right now. We all presume that Mooney will be the one to have a big year, but in reality, the Bears don't really have a wide receiver one. He's just the name that we know of based off of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, can they win division games and carry momentum into the 2023 season? See, I think Detroit and Chicago are still a couple years away from being those teams that Listen can be put into that, you know, that that higher tier as far as the NFC goes. Uh, Mike D dropped his uh, division predictions inside the comments. All right. Uh, he's got the Bears at 13. Woo, damn. The Packers at 9 and 8 in third. Whoa. The Lions 9 and 8 in second. And the Vikings 13 and 4 in first place. Jeez, that's spicy, Mike. RJ, you hear that? Yeah, RJ uh, <laughs> immediately told him, Ayo, go to bed, bro. <laughs> Yo, that's uh, Chris That's said a... about the Lions, they can't get any worse than 0-16. Oh, no, no, and Robert not. said the Bears are the only team that make things worse for their second-year quarterback. No wide receiver, no defense, and Raekwon wants out. Yeah, and I mean, realistically, there is question marks on that defense might not be as good as we've grown accustomed to them being the last couple of years. Yeah, the like, defense I, was the anchor of that football team. Like Just like years. you said, with my Bears statements, the wide receivers are all hurt. Your star receivers – you know, Mooney, who's not even six foot. He's not a star yet. Uh, the, the <laughs> offensive line looks very unappealing. You let James Daniels, your best yeah. lineman, just leave. 
Like you still got Chicago journalists, sports journalists in Chicago still questioning that move because what Pittsburgh paid them wasn't like an astronomical amount that they could have paid as well. Um, the defense wasn't good last year, and it's not going to be good again this year. Uh, and here's the, my my final statement they were on that. serviceable. Uh, Justin Fields will be the scapegoat of this team, of this team's problems. They're going to put it all on Justin Fields, which isn't fair because this team is not constructed well. And they're going to call him a bust by the end of this year when, honestly, this is what you did to Mitchell Trubisky. The same path that you did with Trubisky, you're doing to Justin Fields now. I can see that happening. And I got the Bears last place, 6-11. and 6-11? Right, yeah, I got Lions 6-11, and 11, Bears a 7-10. and 10. I think that Tr- Justin Fields will be good for fantasy because similar to uh, Jalen Hurts last year, you're going to see a lot of garbage time with the Chicago Bears. Like, once shit hits the fan and they're down 24-7, to 7, there's going to be a lot of, you know, him throwing, him running, doing whatever he can out there. So, I feel as though, if anything, he might gain a little bit more respect from, you know, most people on a team that is still a, well away from being a contender. Neither of these teams is going to turn it around this season. They still need work. They still need time. You're dealing with a new head coach. Compared to Dan Campbell, who might have a an edge based on implementing the culture that he wants in the Detroit's locker room. That's what they're trying to establish this year in Jason Chicago. just did serviceable, laughed at it with a laughing emoji. Serviceable, uh, yeah. I mean, they were serviceable. What can you, like, they weren't RJ great. RJ said There's nothing great about the Bears Like, he's year. buying into the Minnesota Vikings hype that they always and never make the playoffs. Robert is also a part of the Gimme Smith to New York bandwagon. And, oh, the comments are flowing. That's what we like. That's what we like. If you have uh, time, if you have a second, please Robert, share the video. Robert said the same thing. They're going to make Justin seem like he's the issue. Uh, times another, add two football teams and change and change the divisions up is what Chris is saying. Well, that's a discussion for another um, day. Yeah, I, I don't know as far as the whole making him the scapegoat of the situation because we're all well aware of what their prior head coach did. The one that I said was going to get fired and people – gave me backlash I'm like, I did. it's not his fault it's not his fault i didn't think he was that yo, dude is a that bum point, and a loser and now he is no longer the, coach. the season i realized i was like wow he really is terrible so i gave him the benefit of doubt because he was the only bears uh, head coach since lovey smith to make it two out of three years to the playoffs and the benefit of the doubt can only get you so far i don't know where he is right now Probably back with uh, Andy in but Kansas City. The Bears still need to recover from that this year. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is going to be hard for them. And we don't know if they're capable of beating the Packers or the Vikings. And that's the question mark for the for the Detroit Lions and the Bears, similar to the New York Football Giants. Can you beat the teams that are have been last couple years ahead of you? Even if their seasons weren't great, it was still better than yours. And if you can get some of those, you can't. You can't be good going two and four in your division. You can't go in one and five. Like, like there's no, there's no rest. Yeah, like that's not gonna work out for you. If you're, if you're doing bad in your neighborhood, you extend your reach to, you know, the rest of the city as far as like the divisions go, and it's not gonna work out any better for you. We're talking about an NFC conference that I feel like has plenty of room for growth, but these guys are still gonna be like in that bottom tier as they try to figure things out. In second place. Coming in at 11-6, and six, I've got the Purple People Eaters, the Minnesota Vikings. 
On the flip side, a team that is ready to turn things around this season with a new head coach is the Vikings, based on the amount of talent that's on this roster. This is a good roster, and I expect the offense to open up with the best wide receiver in football. You heard it. The best. The number one wide receiver in football when all is said and done at the end of this season. Oh, uh, he'll, be, he'll be top 20, top 25. Top 25. Justin Jefferson. Hmm. which will help make the run game more effective. They had to get rid of their bozo coach as well, similar to the Chicago Bears. Cousins is going to light it up this season, and the Vikings will be competing for a division title and make the playoffs in an NFC that, like I just said, is they got plenty of room to make noise there and solidify themselves. This team is going to be a force. My biggest question mark for the Minnesota Vikings this season is that defense can that defense do their part that's all they got to do because this team's going to be fun to watch they're going to be able to move the ball down the field they're going to be able to have a better run game because of how effective the pass game is going to be I think that Irv Smith Jr. is going to have the year that I think a lot of people projected him to have last year based on the fact that Justin Jefferson is going to open up all lanes and avenues for this football team. And Kirk Cousins is going to be heading to the locker room asking that question one more time. You like that? You like that? I think that they steal at least one game from the Green Bay Packers. I agree. And that six record is going to hold some weight in the NFC playoff picture. Like, we're looking at them having that, maybe that first wild card spot for and, you know, we'll see what happens there with everything else as far uh, as what happens around Chris them. said he didn't give you backlash. He was among the picks to be cut in the preseason last year, as well as the Viking coach. And he agrees. He's saying what I'm gonna about to say. Does Cook stay injury-free? Unlike you, I have the Vikings. Like you, I have the Vikings with the same exact record at 11-6. and six, But I do not have them finishing in second. Ooh, I have the, the Minnesota well. Purple People Eaters winning the division. See, I I thought about it. I really did. I thought about it. I was sitting there for a while thinking to myself, but I I just you can't you can only trust the Vikings so much, you know, because they are the Vikings after I all. I points. do expect I do expect their good things offense, from them though. Their offense is going to be a lot better. The guy, you know, their new head coach who comes from the Los Angeles Rams has been with Sean McVay. Their offense is going to be better. He was with Kyle Shanahan back in Back in Washington, he's a Kyle Shannon, you know, from that tree. They're very offensive-oriented. They're big on the zone block. Um, I, You know, my thing is, can Dalvin Cook deliver 2020 style? Um, I also think, you know, Adam Thielen should be able to come back. If not, this could be the start of the decline. I think their defense is still one of the best in that division. You know. Well, Adam, the thing about Adam Thielen is he's their glorified tight end. Yeah. When they go into the red zone, it's stealing time. Like, my thing is with the Vikings, like, yeah, um, I'm not going to trust this team in the playoffs, but in the regular season, I can easily see them winning the division. Yeah, you can't trust the Vikings. And I can see them splitting with the They'll Packers. With the pack. They'll take one. Probably the first meeting with you know, them. Aaron Rodgers hasn't beaten them. How many days was that, that meme up? Because it was the backup. 400-something days that he hasn't beaten Kirk Cousins. It might have been longer. It might have been more. But I, th- I think week one, the Vikings might steal one from Green Bay. I, th- I, th- I think they might steal one. Week one, 425. I think Minnesota takes that first one. 
And, uh, you know, they, they... I have them stealing that first one, too. I, I have I them winning their schedule, too. I it's have them winning the home bad. opener. Listen. Their schedule's I, not that bad. I think, it, you know, they're going to have an, a topsy-turvy year. I got them beating the Packers. I got them starting the season on a three-game win streak. Beating the Pack, beating the Eagles, beating the Lions. Taking an L to New Orleans and London. I got them beating the Bears and the Dolphins, going into the bye week at 4-1. and one. Losing to the Cardinals coming out of the bye week. Beating the Commanders. Then going on a two-game losing streak to the Bills and Cowboys. Then I got them going on another three-game win streak against the Patriots, Jets, and Lions. Losing to the Colts. And then beating the Giants, losing to the Pack, and beating the Bears. They're, 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 they're primed to win some football games. I like... I like what they did. I like the team. I like the unit. I love Justin Jefferson. I think he goes off. I don't know if he does a Cooper Cup Here's type Here's another of year. wild card. Even if Adam Thielen shows some signs where he's not Adam Thielen, K.J. Osborne showed me enough last yeah, year. K.J. Osborne's going to go off. Listen, and to touch and the, on, limited, the limited touches he had, he had eight. Listen, Osborne had 82 targets in the limited games he played, like the t- playing time. For 50 receptions. He made big plays. 655 yards. He averaged 13.1 yards and had seven <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah, that's a great comparison, Eric. They basically are the Purple Bills because it all looks great on paper, but it's like how much do you truly trust this football team when push comes to shove? Um, and then to touch on what you said about Dalvin Cook, I think that Dalvin Cook will be the primary benefactor of Justin Jefferson opening everything up because now you're looking at them – at. We looked at them as a run-first football team. They're not that anymore. Their identity is going to change this Hearing this combo this is making me sicker. Their, laughing my ass. <laughs> their identity is going to change because now you're looking at them opening up the field, which opens things up for the wide receivers, the quarterback, and Dalvin Cook is not going to be dealing with that crowded box because not everybody's Derrick Henry. There's some guys where if you crowd the box on them, you got them right where you want them. He's got – listen – there are three really good receivers. You got a very good number one who's who, you know, is a top three receiver in this league. And then you got, you know. Absolutely. He's 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 a tight end for them, basically, Cook, Adam Thielen. You know, and then like I said, Osborne, I think, is gonna have a yo, for the third third wide receiver in a in a on a team that rarely they ran more times than they passed. You know, almost seven hundred yards. That's not bad for a, a third receiver on the chart. And he's good. They're going to be a problem. There's going to be stretches throughout this regular season where their record is going to look really nice. It is. Like, they'll, they'll mess around I'm and go, like, 6-2 and two or something. And, I feel and, as though they're going to be 11-6 to end it. I think it's going to be enough to win the division. Um, So, I know your team is, you know, there's only one last, last team to talk about. What up, about. Rob? You got them in first. I got them in six, second. So, in first place, also coming in at 11-6, and six, because they'll win that second game and get the tiebreaker over them out of the, the two matchups. I've got the Green Bay Packers. Until they are officially dethroned, the Packers still own the North. The Vikings will challenge them this season. There is no doubt that they will have one of the best defenses in the league. The questions that I have about the Vikings, I don't have about the Green Bay Packers. That Green Bay Packers defense is going to be a problem. That Green Bay Packers defense is going to be the reason why they win more football games than people project them to win. Because there's things on that offense that they still need to figure out. Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust any of those guys. If it's not Aaron Jones, Alan Lazard, good luck. It's it's gonna it's Dobbs, Watson, all those other cats. 
You may not see too much from them until year two, year three. You know how it is. I don't think Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to change the way he does anything because Green Bay gave him his money. So it's the Aaron Rodgers show. A year. Yeah, it's the Aaron Rodgers show until these guys prove themselves worthy of getting the football. Because you know how it is once they drop the ball or run the route the wrong way. Aaron Jones ain't going to run the routes the wrong way. Um, they have one of the best defenses in the league, which will help them as they develop the group of wide receivers. And the one guy that we haven't even mentioned yet, Quadzilla, their RB2. They have the luxury of having A.J. Dillon as their RB2. And ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Dillon season is upon us. It's here. There's nothing that most people are going to be able to do about it. Once November and December roll around and it gets cold out there, he will be one of the least fun running backs to tackle out there. And he is going to dictate the pace of how that offense moves the ball down the football field. With Devontae Adams out of the picture, LaFleur, those guys, they're smart enough to know we're not going to be able to do some of the same things, but we can exploit what we have as far as this run game. The luxury of having both those running backs back there being able to use Aaron Jones more as a pass-catching running back and having A.J. Dillon back there to take the bulk of the work as far as running the football. They're going to take the cuffs off of him finally. The season that we've been waiting for for him is upon us, and I expect great things from A.J. Dillon. The biggest question mark of all that I have for Green Bay, though, is Alan Lazard really a, one, a number one wide receiver? That's where I think they're going to fall into second place. Is he really the number one wide receiver? Because whether anybody wants to admit it or not, Alan Lazard also has issues staying on the field. Yes, he does. Sammy Watkins has issues staying on the field. He can't even stay on the practice field. Christian Watson, we don't know nothing about except for what he's done great things in college. Don't know if we could trust him. And we got the new guy that everybody keeps talking about, Romeo Dobbs. He's a fourth rounder. He's supposed to come in and make the world on fire. I don't think. I'm Defenses can now prey on the, on the run. I think this offense is going to be. Good, but not great, like it has been in years past. And when the game's on the line, who's Aaron going to trust to throw in that situation? They might be like that Packers team from three years ago when I first started playing fantasy. And uh, I drafted Rodgers as one of my quarterbacks. And their offense, like, wasn't the same. Like, they weren't that – but their defense held it down for them. And Look I, what I, happens on the weeks Devontae Adams missed games last year. Yeah. Like, it wasn't good. Yeah. I, so, I give the edge to Green Bay because I know what their defense is going to be able to do. I don't know what Minnesota's defense is going to be yet. I know what they're going to be on the offensive side of the football. So we may see the Vikings games look like a lot of shootouts if their defense can't hold their own. But uh, that secondary for the Green Bay Packers is disgustingly talented with all those guys healthy. And they're going to be a problem. They're going to get the Packers the ball back. And if the Packers can run the ball effectively – grind some time off the clock. They might not be one of the most exciting football teams to watch this year, but I don't think they care. They're about trying to get that win and getting the hell out of Dodge. We'll so see. a lot I of mean, times you might see some 17 to 13 style games. Like I, I really think that the Packers these defense games are is not going to be pretty. Tone. No, if you're no, a Packers no, fan, no, it's defense. It's going to be defensive struggles and running the football. It's old school. They're going to be old school this year. It, it, Devontae Adams, uh, unless one of these rookies is ready to wow, like, they're, they're going to slow the pace down as far as RJ's how they move that football. RJ's trying to uh, do the old, uh, you know, look at the bright side of the picture. We average 30 points a game in our 8-1 and one on their mat without Devontae Adams. Well, that's in limited action in two years. Now you're going to be without him for the, forever. 
Yeah. <laughs> Forever. So let's hope the genius Matt LaFleur comes up with a plan because Alan Lazar needs to prove he can stay healthy. Sammy Watkins needs Sammy Watkins has never lived up to his being picked number 13 overall in the 2013 draft. And I don't care what anybody says to me. The lizard. That's game. just the truth. He can never be the number one wide receiver anywhere, though. So it's not they're not. Every time on they him gave him the guy, every time a team said be the guy, he's gotten hurt and has faded away. So nothing's gonna change. There's no receiver on the Packers is gonna put fear in the hearts of opposing defense. Not yet. Not Until yet. somebody can prove it. Dobbs and Watson have to earn that. I, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you there because that would probably be the biggest question mark as far as that side of the football. So teams are going to put the box, you know, eight man in the box to stop the run. And it's up to those guys to make plays to force teams out of that box. Could it be done? Absolutely. Aaron Rodgers is a great generational quarterback. However, we know how he gets – if receivers don't run the right routes and aren't, he just ain't going to look at them. And he's going to start doing, you know, throwing the ball and then going like this. And start motioning like that. Insert Aaron Jones there. Insert Tanyan. You know, those are going to be some of the guys that will potentially get more target share. You know, I, no I one think can Aaron... say that. We haven't seen that over the years where he's just like, that's one guy. You know, we get mad when other quarterbacks call out their players, but nobody says shit to Aaron Rodgers when he does it. People call him out all the time. He has more critics than – what are you talking about? People – people. he has more critics you know than what? the majority of quarterbacks in the NFL. It's a good thing he drank that psychedelic tea because <laughs> he's going to need a lot more this year You know, because his numbers aren't going to be as extravagant as they usually are. Maybe not. I know he's not going to allow himself to throw the interceptions because he's going to throw it out of bounds. Oh, no. Though. He he's don't take chances. He's going to throw a lot of passes out of bounds. He's not, he doesn't take <laughs> chances. He, he, he does not put the ball up in the air for his receiver to make a play. He's going to throw that shit out of bounds before he does that. And Because he's got – Make his numbers look they're, good. They're going to have to run their They're going to have to earn his trust. As simple as that. He trusted Devontae with his life. He, Devontae can make any catch because Devontae is the is a prolific route runner. Like, he's just perfect at running Adams was a game changer and hard to replace. But Rodgers is a great quarterback. I hate to say that, but he is and he knows the game too well. He's He is sick QB. That's uh, Jason and RJ no, thinking back. Rodgers is the most criticized Quarterback, what do you mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with RJ was, was more, saying. My guy was more criticized. Aaron, Aaron gets a ton of heat, though. I mean, come on. Last couple years, Aaron's gotten a ton of heat. You can't say that he hasn't been criticized. Like Colin the dude, Coward, he gives everybody ESPN, FS1, everybody comes at Rodgers, especially after the losses to San Francisco. Unless you're you living under right. a rock, you you know what it is. Like, there's you're plenty right. of criticism. That's why Devontae Adams went to Las Vegas. He was tired of the drama. There's plenty of criticisms on him. Devontae was trying to go to play with his bestie for like the last two years. We'll see how that pans out with him playing for the Raiders. But nonetheless, the fact of the matter is, I think we're all in agreement that the Minnesota Vikings are going to make this division way more interesting. And I, I got them both finishing with the same record. With them you wouldn't splitting. be surprised, though, if Minnesota won the division? Um, I wouldn't be totally shocked because based on everything that I said about them, and how I put them over, I think those are you all do things. A good job of putting them over. I think those are all things that can like they're they're gonna con- they're gonna compete for the division. Like it's gonna be a real race for, for the first time in a, in a while. Somebody's gonna light some light a fire under the Packers, and it could maybe motivate them, bring out the best in them, or you know we might sort of see them unravel without Devontae Adams. That's a big elephant in the room as far as what they can do with an entire season without him. There's 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 no doubt about it. Like it can go. 11 and 6 Vikings, 10 and 7 Packers and and like go on from there. Like I think the Packers are still going to be a playoff team. They're still Oh no, going to I be think they're going to be a playoff team, but I don't think they're winning their division. 
I, I think as of right now, until 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 the Vikings are truly ready to grab that brass ring, I say that it's the Packers division still. They're still I mean, going to own the, the North. It's the best interest of the Packers to be the wild card. Because being the home favorite hasn't worked out these last couple of years. Oof, there it is. See, I didn't even have to set it up for you. You're <laughs> oh, you can criticize my team all you want, but we're both sitting Oof. in the we're both sitting on the couch come February. They just got to find a way to avoid the 49ers. I, I think that. Oh, just, who said that? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. That's what I said. That. I, I, I said that. No, Jason just Hold said up, it too. Jason Packers won and done in the playoffs. Book it. Just avoid the 49ers at, at all costs. At the end costs. of the day. Just don't mess with those guys. Because they the got it in for you. At the end of the day, it's been like that for them. It has been. It hasn't been. It's been tough. They've been kind of like the Celtics. that golden red comes into town, it's like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> they cannot the, the 49ers know how to beat them and they can't figure out how to beat the 49ers even the most recent win that they got from them they won by the skin of their Bro, teeth the most the 30 point plus game right uh rj jason hashtag dak ran but you know what he said rj we was both watching the super bowl together that did run <laughs> no, oh and i mean hey Cowboys got their own Wait, problems with the 49ers. Out. Dak ran. The 49ers beat him both. Aaron Rodgers, instead of running when he should have ran, threw it away. I mean, that that punt was – that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Spoiler alert, I have respect for the 49ers heading into this season. I don't know if we're going to cover them next week or the week after that, but eventually – They're another team questionable because of the whole – Cowboys, Packers, is, deal with San Fran. <laughs> you know, is this guy ready when we talk about them? I mean – we had a bunch of questions about Cap. Cap went into Lambeau and owned the Packers twice in the playoffs. So, Trey Lance is going to be a It doesn't matter who the quarterback is for the Packers. I mean, for the 49ers. When they go into Lambeau, they win. They don't care about going to <laughs> Alex Lambeau. Alex Smith. They don't care. Like, they're they're a well-coached football team. Another team that wants to run the football down your throat. That if, as long as their defense can stay healthy, they're going to be an issue. And they're a thorn in both these football team sides. Like, you saw what the, you saw what the Cowboys did against San Fran. So what Dak did more than anything, that wasn't working. They had you know, the girl crying with five minutes left in the football game. Yeah, like, man, you don't do that. Made them cry. The 49ers made them cry. The 49ers made them all cry. So everybody's dealing with something moving forward. Hey, when Dak, you know, listen, Jay, that's what you should put. <laughs> Rogers should have ran. But yeah, I, I got, I got it. Detroit, Chicago, Minnesota, Green Bay. With Minnesota making it a very interesting divisional race. And uh, those those like week one is going to be a huge matchup. I know that the Titans play the Giants, but if we start smacking the Giants around early on in that game, I'm going to be paying attention to that that Packers Vikings game because guess what? It's going to have a lot of fantasy equity on the line in that one. And I also want to be right. I think Minnesota wins the first matchup, and then later in the season, once we're once once the Packers are the Packers, and it gets cold, and we all realize that AJ Dillon is a king. Like, they'll get that second one, and maybe we get the rubber matchup between the two teams. Maybe. Maybe. That would be interesting. Maybe. I mean. But if we're talking about the playoffs, I'm going with the Packers over the Vikings. I don't don't trust Minnesota. We already know. You can't. You can't. You can only trust them so much, which is why I didn't want to put them in first. We lost 23-17. I know. I was watching. (laughs) I was watching that game. Everybody in the the stands was hugging. I didn't cry. I shot my TV up like the homeboy from Cali. <laughs> Woo! That, that was a funny one. That was tough. Yeah, mine's like I said: Vikings eleven and six, Packers ten and seven, Lions eight and nine. 
That's and surprising. Six and eleven. That's that's uh, that's probably the most surprising record out of all of them as far as your projections. Eight and nine for Detroit. Like, I think Detroit, the city of Detroit, would Listen, celebrate I'm an eight and nine them over. record. You, you definitely are. I, I, I like where they're going. You it, definitely it, it are. You can only go up. It can't go I mean, back. I, look, I love Dan Campbell. I love that they have their own show. I love that Jamal Williams was in the huddle being inspirational, but I don't care about any of that. This is football each and every Sunday, any given Sunday. I just feel as though they're not ready to make that jump just yet, but uh, they'll make some noise. Their 6-11 and 11 is going to, you know, it, it'll, it'll be spicy. Let's put it like that. Agreed. But I, I still think that this division overall belongs to the Packers until one of these other guys is ready to say, I'm a big boy now. I guess the Packers are lucky they're not in the NFC anymore. West, right? Oh, they're definitely lucky they're not in the NFC West because they'd probably be getting pushed around, honestly. Because <laughs> then you got to play the 49ers twice, and they don't want that. <laughs> I, they do not want those problems right now, bro. Yo, didn't the 49ers beat them in the regular season last year? Or they lose no, to that was the one where the Packers edged them out, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, were happy yeah. as hell. You saw how happy the Packers were. That was like a last minute, or unless I'm talking about the years Niners ago. were beating them. Like, yeah. They were beating them soundly. Because the 49ers know how Jimmy to Jimmy made them. that pick that could have put them like, that's right. Jimmy was driving, and if they scored, like yeah. that pretty much Jimmy was always, the game. Jimmy always makes the pick. <laughs> that's one thing Story, for sure. Like, yo, he could look, <laughs> yo, he could look like a top quarterback, and then he'll look like the worst quarterback. You just know, as a 49ers fan watching them play, you know the pick is coming, but you don't know when it's coming. And that's probably one of the scariest things because it's like it could happen at the worst possible time. If he goes the first three quarters not throwing the pick, you know in your gut it's coming. Like when they played us, they they had us beat, and then he throws a pick to Jackrabbit. In the uh, Was that the Thursday night football game we played them last year? Uh, I think so. Yeah, so, I mean, you know it's coming when it comes to uh, Jimmy G, but he won't be there. Not too sure when the trade is going to happen for them. We'll save the rest of the 49ers talk for when we cover their division because we did a pretty good job of putting them over on this podcast. But uh, this isn't about the West. We're talking about the North and uh, transitioning from one North to the next North, the AFC Black and Blue Division. Um. We may as well go into the headlines with that. The Browns reporting that Deshaun Watson will be starting Friday's preseason game against the – who the hell are they playing? The Bucs? The... I don't know. Is it the Bucs? I don't give a damn about them. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah, apparently, according to them, sources are saying that they will be starting Deshaun Watson on Friday's game unless the league is able to put something together – as far as his suspension, extending the suspension, I don't think they'll have time to do that. So we will they, – they'll probably get some ratings having him on TV. I don't know if this is like a power play by them or, you know, a chess move to just but get him out there. But there's also talk that the arbitrator could rule before Friday. I know the, I NFL, the NFL is probably trying. I don't I mean, know if they will. But. At the end of the day, the arbitrator's not rehearing the whole case again. No. The arbitrator's looking at the facts. Yeah, absolutely. He's looking at everything that was brought in. As we all know, Roger Goodell has already come out and said he's pushing for a full year. Yeah. He gave his reasons why he appealed. I wish I had the notes on me so I could go over it real quick. But it's also a dead horse that we've been beating for a while because we want finality. And even if, even if the suspension gets overturned, Deshaun Watson still has to serve six games no matter what. Regardless, and it's still going to affect this team. And uh... I don't think this team is good anyway. So, There's just so much. Even Kareem Hunt wants to jump off the boat. 
That's another guy who we don't know if he end up get he ends up getting traded or not. You know, uh, that, and who's their number one receiver? They just lost their punt returner today. Is it Coop, the guy that disappeared in Dallas? Jakeem Grant was just lost for the year with Achilles injury. Yeah. So the number one is supposedly is going to be Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, and he did a lot of disappearing acts in high crucial games for the Dallas Cowboys. But see, when I said that when he was on the Cowboys, it was a problem. Now, uh, now right. it took him getting I traded to Cleveland. That. I never, I never defended. I know Cooper. this isn't about you. This is, this is to the Cowboy fans out there that all of a sudden, now that he's wearing the orange and brown, you start seeing the Cowboys fans talking about all the disappearing acts that Coop did. But he before did they loved throwing stats at me That's because 100% it was true. You're 100, percent but I never when, did. When he was on the field, me and you clowned that guy during the 2018 season when they lost to the backup, to the backup, to the backup, and the Eagles. Oh. <laughs> Carson Wentz mentioned. That dude did a lot of disappearing acts the last couple of years in crucial games. And this year, he's going to be... Games and his, his stats overall may look good, but a lot of it comes in like like singular games. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that he does some more disappearing because coming in at a whopping 4-13 and 13 in the basement of the AFC North, I have the Cleveland, Ohio Browns. An offseason that started with a lot of promise has turned into a complete disaster for the Browns with the most recent issue of Hunt requesting a trade after the Browns said no to an extension. We all know who Brissett is, and he's not the worst option, but it's Brissett. And this division is going to be too much for them in the big picture. I don't think they can contend with the big dogs of the AFC in general, not just the North. And based on their situation, their schedule is going to be brutal. Initially, I'd say Chubb will eat this year, but I'm not sure exactly how much the Browns will be down in a lot of these games, which directly impacts game script. A lot of people were kind of turned off to the idea of Nick Chubb compared to where he was getting drafted two years ago, simply because when They're the Browns stupid. were down, they weren't running the ball the same way with them. That's it was true. Passing, it was Kareem Hunt throwing the ball to him, the short passes. You're going to see a lot of those dump-off passes now with Brissett. You're probably going to see a lot of Njoku and Kareem Hunt in the mix as far as his offense goes. Again, Jacoby Brissett limits the ceiling as far as what this team can do as an offense. Their defense is going to be on the field a lot, and I think it's going to overexpose them. And looking at their schedule, I don't think they're going to be able to beat a lot of these teams. Week one against the Panthers, they're going to lose. It's going to be the Baker Mayfield revenge game. And the Panthers are going to get a W. So, William, wherever you are, yawn at that. Because the Panthers are about to get the W. You're going to start off 1-0. Congratulations. Week 2 against the Jets, maybe they steal one there. Maybe. You know, it's the Jets and the Browns. You know, so I'll give you that one. Week 3 against Pittsburgh, they're going to lose. Falcons, eh. then you got the Chargers, the Patriots, the Ravens, the Bengals. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They're not beating any of those guys. Bro, do we got the same record? I've got I've got them at I've got them at four and thirteen. I got I gave them one extra win. I got them five and eleven. But I wouldn't be surprised they go four, four and you know they are limited. And one of their best weapons in Nick Chubb Not five and eleven. I mean five and yeah. Why the hell did I do five and eleven? That's the old ways. Should be five and twelve. I think one of their best weapons is going to be limited because they're going to be down in a lot of these football games. All, defense gets overexposed. You're down two touchdowns. Are you going to continue to run the ball with Nick Chubb, or do we see more Kareem Hunt action? Especially the fact that you know he's playing with something to prove this year. I'm sorry, six and eleven. I got them at six and eleven. 
like you, I have them in the basement. Everything you said, I agree. I didn't even mention Cooper in my analysis. I don't, I just think that he's going to be an afterthought. Jacoby Brissett is not <laughs> beating teams. I'm no. just, I'm just sorry. Like, this is how I got their schedule going. Losing to Carolina, beating the Jets, losing to Pittsburgh, beating the Falcons, losing to the Chargers, losing to the Patriots, losing to the Ravens, losing to the Bengals, beating Miami. Hey, there you go. Because, hey, you know, they got to give that false sense of security because, you know what, maybe Watson's back by then. I got Miami at 3 or 14, so they will. Then I got them losing to the Bills, losing to the Bucks, beating the Texans, losing to the Bengals. I got them pulling off an upset victory against the Ravens because they're good to beat Ravens once. Because if you look back historically, they do beat the Ravens sometimes. I don't think I got them losing to the Saints, beating the Commanders, and then losing to the Steelers again. There's your six and eleven. And the only thing I disagree with is far the the Ravens. They're not going to beat the Ravens this year. They're, they're not ready for that. They're, they're not ready to deal with this year's version of the Baltimore Ravens. There's just too much. Shit I've seen going them on with beat the Ravens before, and like one of these games, where you're like, this really just happened. So that's why I did that for them. Maybe because it's a divisional game, but no, I, I think they get smoked by the entire division. At best, they'll make a one and five. Uh, Mikey's division rankings: Baltimore twelve and five, the Bengals eleven and six, Pittsburgh ten and seven, Cleveland four and thirteen, maybe six and eleven if games swing their way. And that's what I think. I think some games will swing their way where they're going to get six wins. But like you, I could see four and thirteen, and guess what? I wouldn't be shocked. It's going to be gross because Cleveland <laughs> is be just gross. a toxic place. And the crazy thing is, they're not bad as far as the trenches. Like, we're talking about a team besides, with decent yeah, offensive and defensive their lines. Def- Listen, Denzel Ward, beast corner. Miles Garrett, I know he's good, but I would like people to stop putting him in the same class as T.J. Watt because he is not. For some odd reason, pro football focus thinks he's better than T.J. Watt. Here's the thing. You can have a great defense, but when your offense isn't moving the ball and now you're putting your defense out there yet again after another three and out, there's only so much your defense is going to be able Dude, to do against that. Dude, we just put them pretty much two and four. If Watson has to serve the six, he's going to serve six games no matter what, whether it's this year or next year. They're two and four in that span right there. You're already behind the eight ball in the AFC. With a few division losses already. Yeah. It, it, ain't, it ain't happening, Chief. I'm sorry. Now, coming in at third in the AFC North, with a whopping record of 9-8, and eight, I've got the Cincinnati Bengals. Although I truly believe the Bengals made improvements as far as their offensive line. <laughs> oh, shit! I also believe that the level of competition for them will be a lot harder with a brutal schedule. Do you know they have the third toughest strength of schedule this year? I tried to tell you guys that. Circle November 20th on your calendars because it could potentially be the biggest AFC North showdown of the entire season that will directly impact the wild card hopes of both the Steelers and the Bengals because that's when you play them the second. I think they win the first game against you, but after that, shit's going to get crucial for this football team. We're going to have the comeback player of the year on our team. This will be a weird 9-8 and eight team because they'll still be everything that they are as far as the offensive side of the ball. They're going to be great on offense. They're going to be able to score. There's, there's no question Jamar Chase is the man and Joey B so has, is the man. So is be- Eli Apple starting to scare you? I still see the offense being great and beating good teams, but they'll also be victims of not only a brutal schedule, but a brutal conference. And AFC's nine and eight in the AFC is not gonna cut it. So 
I see a drop off there. I don't think that, like, look, their their offensive line is going to be better. Mixon is going to mix it up. He's going to do what he does. Jamar's going to do his thing. He's another Joey one. B's going to do his gotta thing. Got to make sure he stays healthy. But just like with the team that I have put in first place this year, as far as the booking goes with this uh, division, I can admit the Bengals benefited from a pretty sweet schedule last year. They took care of business to their credit. They beat the big dogs. They got look. They went three and one. Bro, they whooped our ass twice. You know how pathetic that. Oh, you oh, were there for both. Yes, I was. They were dancing. And you watched, They were line dancing. You watched my <laughs> my react. I'm just sitting there like they 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 put you guys in a master lock like Chris Masters, and you guys could not get out of it in any way, shape, Listen, or form. That hurt me. They put especially you especially the second game where we got blown out because I felt you. Like, because I felt your eyes <laughs> piercing me. I you felt Alexi's eyes piercing because me. Because I heard the guy behind me who I have no idea who the hell he is. Oh, they were on They were on your ass that day. That was and a I'm tough day for you at the bar. looking at this like, I thought no. to myself, this dude's never going to come out to the bar with me again to watch the Steelers. Like, this is it. This game right here I came is back the reason out, why though. he's not going to come out. That was. And that's crazy because that one game. Whoop it decided the division if you really think about it yeah it absolutely did had we won that game we win the division and we don't we play oakland i mean las vegas and we could probably win that game and then just get destroyed the next week i think the biggest the biggest afc north showdown is that november 20th matchup mark my words right now here tonight august 10th 2022 because that game right there might be the first wild card game we get of the season Somebody has to come out of that game to victor. And right now, when it comes to Cincinnati, I'll just – I'm not even going to – I'm not even going to – like, I'll just read off the list of games that they have to play. Oh, my God. It's Week brutal. one, you got Pittsburgh. Week two, at Dallas. Week three, at the New York Jets, who – the Jets got a new attitude this year. Let's face it. Week four, they Miami. Back then, After that, you've got the Ravens, the Saints – then you've got a little bit of a cushion right here, the middle of the season where they can capitalize. You've got the Falcons, the Browns, and the Panthers. That's as manageable as it gets. After their bye week, it's the Steelers, the Titans, the Chiefs, Browns again, Buccaneers, Patriots, Bills, Ravens. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love Cincinnati, but there ain't no way. There, there ain't no way you're going to make it out of that alive. I'm I didn't sorry. Think about that. Because that, that you know, is a juggernaut of a schedule right there. From November 20, after their bye week on, like, yo, you're facing nothing but every team you're facing, minus the Browns and the Ravens, was a playoff team the previous year. I think they'll have a winning record up until their bye week, and then the energy is just going to shift. It's going to be too much. It, I don't it, see the Chiefs losing to them again. I definitely don't see tough. Tampa Bay losing to them. We ain't, we ain't losing to Buffalo. them again. We're, we're seeking revenge and in that. Titans, I can't, if everybody's healthy, I can't see the Titans losing to them. That's a brutal, especially the month of, yo, from December 18th on, come, even if you make the playoffs, come playoff time, like, you, could unless, be, you could be gassed out already. Unless the Ravens want to sit their players, but the Ravens hate you guys. The Ravens are not going to sit their players against you. Well, we all remember, know, we all the know Ravens, that the last week of the season. If, if the Ravens are a game behind home field, they're going to play all their people in hopes. This is the same team that played J.K. Dobbins in a freaking well, playoff game, in a preseason game, because they wanted to win 20 in a row, and look what happened. Maybe the Bengals' playoffs hopes and dreams are still alive week 18, and the Ravens can just put the final death nail into them. I think. The, just game. like the red rifle did to I think that oh remember <laughs> that ago. bro that's what happens with this division the end the, the final week of the season determines 
who survives and who dies in the AFC I North. I kind of wish the Ravens had won that day because that means the Jaguars wouldn't have made the playoffs. Oh, no, the Bills wouldn't have made the playoffs. Right. But, yeah, I I know that And it's, there's no way in hell the Jaguars are being the Ravens that year. I know you probably thought that I had Cincinnati winning this division this year. I like Cincinnati. Everybody knows. The reason I kept looking at you was because Joe Mixon kept tallying up the points for me in fantasy. And I had them all across sick. my leagues. I was loving it. I'm sorry. I was sick. I don't stomach. care. I'll admit it. I loved what I was seeing that day. I was sick. Because my... I, I went like home, five looked at my wife, my and I just said, I can't believe we just got waxed. Oh, they, they swept you. They swept you guys. I was like, yo, the last time they swept us was 2012. But bro. 2012. You weren't the only victims. Look how they treated the Ravens. But the Ravens they weren't at 100%. the Ravens. Neither were you guys, though, with some of the, the, the Our trenches. defense was done. Our yeah. defense was destroyed. And they were gassed. Yeah. yeah. Our <laughs> defense law. Listen. Our defense was running practice squad people Woo! on the defensive line. God, People forget that. I don't forget. I was watching. Because uh, I, I have a lot of state. You know, at one point in sick picks, they, they were calling my team the Beer Money Bengals. I had everybody. I had Chase. I had Higgins. I had Mixon. I had them all. I remember so you, I was you watching drafted a lot of Chase, then cut him, then re-picked him up. No, I cut Elijah Moore. Iron. I cut Elijah Moore. And Gridiron Goats. And then you picked up Chase. Because Chase went undrafted in, our, in Gridiron Goats, I think. There was a point in time last year, and it sounds crazy right now to look back on it, and sick picks where I was like, do I drop more or Chase? That was literally what I was asking myself, like week one or week two. Do I drop more you or Chase? You won't do that mistake. But then I'm looking, like first couple weeks, I'm looking at his numbers. And I'm like, yo, whatever he said about the lines of the football doesn't even matter. Like this dude is out there just making ridiculous 50-yard plays. Like he is. He's good. He He's amazing. Like, I've got Jefferson being the number one guy, and I'm pretty sure Chase is going to be right day, there man. after him. Oh, I'm getting flashbacks. It was sad for you, but it, I felt pretty good. But it was, you know, strictly fantasy purpose. You know how I felt? You ever watch those episodes of Family Guy when Peter falls? He's like, ah. <sighs> but, like, for a week. Yeah, that's how <sighs> I felt the entire game. <laughs> no, because you, you thought you were going to get your revenge. We were on this podcast arguing about it. We're, you were like, said, they're we're not going to beat us again. They're not beating us. They're not going to beat us again. That shit ain't happening this year. I promise you that. I think they get you week Opening one. Opening day, we getting you. I think they get you we week one. We coming for that ass. Like I said, I think they're going to look cute again. When we're done with you, the stripes are going to be off here. They're going to look cute. Look at this. Falcons, Browns, Panthers. Come on. That's manageable. Once they have their week off, they're going into one of the toughest possible situations that any football team is going to have to deal with, with this gauntlet that they're dealing with. I that's why their strength of schedule is third because of everybody that they have to play from the 20th all the way to TBD with the Ravens game. At yeah, the end I hate of the year. that shit. That's be determined because they're trying to figure out when they're trying to put you on. Because they want to know who I'm the kidding. jobbers are. I guess I'm in my older state. You know, I'm a year away from 40. I ain't trying to stay up and watch Sunday night football games like I once did. I know, but they got to figure out how to book it because they we know that week 18, all the 1 o'clock games are the jobbers that have no hope or prayer, and then they save the 4 o'clock games for, you know, divisional I think I would have had a heart attack watching the, the Raiders game not. last year, though. I watched it for you. Yeah, I went to bed. I was I was intrigued. I was like, I went there's to no bed, way. I saw the Raiders with a 10-point lead at half. I was like, ooh, it's good to go to bed. So – Coming in in second place with a record of 10 and 7, one more win than the, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well coached football team who will exceed expectations with a defense that will get them out of a lot of tough situations as the offense figures things out. 
How much did they improve in the trenches on both sides, especially with that That's offensive key line? Question mark. And this, I think they will. This, I think that they will. This team, you guys are going to start off slow, but you're going to get rolling like midseason. Once everybody figures out their position, you guys are going to get rolling. October, November will be good to you guys. You'll figure it out, and you'll definitely be in the wild card mix. Um, there's questions as far as the QB, unlike the Bengals, they don't need the quarterback to be great though. That's the key there. The Bengals need Joe Burrow to be who he was last year. The Steelers don't necessarily need Mitchell Trubisky to be lights out. If he can just manage the football games for them, the defense is going to do their job. They're going to get fumbles. They're going to create turnovers. They're going to create pressure from the offense. And if that defense can't stay healthy, then we might be talking about a switcheroo as far as yeah, these two football teams. I agree because, because without that, I'm I'm banking on the defense winning you guys football games, just like they did last year, just like they did with the, the Duck Hodges era, which was short-lived. But nonetheless, they were in the mix simply because you're well-coached, you know what to do, and hopefully there's – I think Najee gets a lot of work this year just like he did last year, but Absolutely. hopefully it's more like forward, you know, like he's not getting stuck behind a terrible offensive line. Because that offensive line – is an Achilles heel for this football team. So if those improvements are made up front, this team is going to be a 10-7 and 7 football team, and they're, they're going to be a hard out. They're going to be in there I week 18. very close to putting them at 11-6. and six. See, I Very close. I, I think their ceiling close, is 10. But I said, you know what? I think the ceiling is 10. 10 and 6 10. is very, very realistic. Who do you have? Um, in th- do you have the Bengals in third or do you have the Steelers in third? I have the third? Bengals in third at 9-8. and eight. Nine and eight. I have the same records you do. I okay. have, you know. Anyway, before we get to the 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 record for Baltimore, every question you have, I have. What I, you know, what people fail to realize about Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has a lot of skilled position players that are really good. Johnson, you know, Claypool. I'm telling you, is prime for a, a bounce back year. Let's go, Deontay. Uh, Pratt Firemuth is about to become a top 10 tight end in this league. Maybe even move up to top five. The move is going to be loof. Najee Harris is already, to me, a top 10 running back in this league. He's going to solidify this season. And then you look at the gem. I can't hide him no more because there's too many people reporting about him every single day and allowing people to see what he's doing on the practice field. Talk about Pickens? And George Pickens <laughs> may become the best wide receiver in this draft. You couldn't hide it from me. I can't I hide him no more. If you go on Twitter, you're seeing everything he's doing. Some, And I know it's football and shorts, but he's also doing this in padded practices. The guy's going across the middle. The guy's making toe to Look, drag. I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. The Steelers I, I are always good at drafting wide receivers. You guys I have a knack for finding guys. So I, don't, I think he's going to be a – He's going to do well. If he continues what he's doing right now, I would not be surprised if he's the offensive rookie of the year. That's how highly I think of him. He's got that skill set. I think he can be a candidate. Now, what I think is going to help out this offensive line this year is the three guys there. Well, Mason Rudolph is not going to be on the roster come September. I just don't see it. There's no way he accepts being a a third-string quarterback because – it's already been named. Mitchell Trubisky is the starter. Mike Tomlin came out and said it today. It is his job to lose from here on out. And even then, if we see both quarterbacks, regardless, both these guys can move. Can, like they're yes. they're not they don't have center not, blocks on know, their feet. I they're love, gonna move. Listen, Ben Roethlisberger is the greatest Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback I've ever seen play. But let's be realistic. But his last three let's years, shoot. he wasn't <laughs> mobile. 
I think everything he did, he still went out with winning records. Like there's that you can't deny that. He led the league in game winning drives last season. But he couldn't roll out anymore. His knees were shot. Mitchell Trubisky is very good on the run. Kenny Pickett can move the pocket. So therefore, when you're doing your play action passes and you're rolling out of the pocket, you're helping the line because they don't got to sit there and stay there and keep going like this. And you're not hurrying up and throwing the football. You're allowing plays. The Steelers are going to be able to push the ball down the field this season. Spoiler alert, we're going to be able to throw it 45, 50 yards down the field this year. A lot more consistently. Well, it's not going to be waiting two seconds and then dumping it off to Deontay or Nazi Yeah, it's not happening like like that no more. Which will help the wide receivers in the long run. And on top of that, Trubisky isn't afraid to take the ball and run. No. I've watched – that's an added dimension. Like, the dude's deceivingly quick. He is. So, if he's – I think he's in a great situation. These are the best weapons he has ever He, he does had. have something to prove, and he just came from one of the most prolific offenses in football in Buffalo. He so got to sit there and lot. watch from a guy that that who continuously gets better every season, and Josh yeah. Allen, who me and you both agree, could be the National Football League's MVP this season. Yeah. He got to see how he goes to work no and how he does his thing, and I really think he's going to have a good year. What's, what's going on in these comments? What, what They're just here? still clowning me about what? the Joe Mixon day. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, the Joe. Yeah, I was cool. Oh, you had to be there, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had to be there. This the, the 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 energy you were radiating. I, I just was, you know, I, I just kept looking at my I phone because I'm just son. I'm scrolling through my leagues. My son wanted to go that day, and I said, "Nah, you're gonna stay home because <laughs> this one's personal. This <laughs> could be bad. This one's personal." And I don't want to hear your mouth about can we so, go home. Even though you thought I was going to probably lowball the Steelers, I, I recognize I the reality of the day, situation. Bro. I think Miles Jack, Jacksonville, you should have never let him go. I think Miles Jack is going to be unbelievable in this great defense. I think Minka And good for him because you're going into a culture that's completely different than the one you left. And here's like, the biggest reason why I think this defense is going to be good. It's not even a player. It's Brian Flores. <laughs> It's Damn, Brian I mean, Flores. We got oh. Brian Flores help coaching our linebackers and helping, you know, our defensive coordinator create plans. Good coaching wins you football games more than the talent itself. Last year, we suited up 85 different players more than anybody else, and we won the AFC because we had good coaching. We had Deontay Foreman out there running rampant when, when Henry was hurt. Good coaching is going to stand out for you guys. Your schedule is not as brutal as the Bengals one is, and I think that you're going to maximize on that. And the defense didn't take a step back. If anything, defense got better. My The big question mark is on the other side of, of the football. The offensive that, line. that offensive line. If the offensive line is just average, but that's a W. But you also have the added dimension of Mitchell Trubisky being able to move. Like, he's not just going to stand gonna still. Help. Or he's not just going to wait two seconds and do a little dump off for like five, six the yards. same thing goes for Pickett. If Pickett gets – if Trubisky was to get – you know, that's the only thing what people need to realize. Trubisky does miss games in his career, even when he was with Chicago. So Pickett's got to be ready. I just know right. Mason Rudolph ain't going to be there. And that will make my day so much better. And uh, coming in at number one. We both By agree. the process of elimination with an impressive record of 13-4. and four. Wow, you gave him 13 wins. Oh, I do, and I'll explain why. I gave him 10. You'll see why. I said it's a tiebreaker. No, they beat us. no, no, no. They will, they will, they're clearly the best team in this division. It's, they won't even be close. I gave you 10. These guys are getting 13. 
the best overall team in this division who will exploit a far easier schedule based on last year's collapse with all the injuries they dealt with. Like it or not, the Ravens are back and they will dominate the regular season playing their way. And I also expect playing their way, not what anybody else wants them to do. They're going to play their style. What worked for them, the, the MVP year for Lamar. I expect to see an MVP level season from Lamar Jackson again, leading the way for them. Bateman will have a breakout year and put himself among the top 15 wide receivers in football. Book it right now. If you want to go and put a few dollars on it, you go right ahead. I am that confident in it. Nobody in the division this season can stop them, plain and simple. This is the Baltimore revenge season all the way. Now, I look at this cupcake schedule in front of me. The strength of schedule ranking is 23rd, but that means that nothing. That's true. They start off with the New York Jets week one, w. who I feel bad for. Then you've got the lowly Miami Dolphins. I don't know. Come on, bro. I, I already know who the Dolphins are going to be. think Miami was going to beat them last year? Yeah, they but this, you can't compare last year's Miami team to this year's Miami team. That team is not. It was the Brian Flores effect that beat the, the, the Ravens last Brian year. Brian Flores was out there trying to win football games, dog. Like, this team, they right. week two, they're going to slaughter the Dolphins. Week three, you've got the Patriots, another W. Week four, my – Probably end up being their first loss of the year. I got going up against Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills. Then you've got the Bengals, the Giants, the Browns, the Bucks, the Saints, bye week. That's probably the toughest part of their schedule right there. And that that that's more than manageable for this football team. I got them losing to the, the Bucks. Maybe they will. But even then, I'm looking at this schedule right now. I got them losing to the Saints back to back. See, I don't think so. I, I know you love the Saints too. They're your beloved. You got to think. I for trust them. them in the regular season. You I trust, trust them, them because in the playoffs. you trust them because you you like when they beat Brady. You like to come on this podcast after they beat Tom Brady, and you like to say, "Is he still a go?" You know, I, I know it. I know it. I know where you're coming from as far as the Saints. So you got to back them to a certain extent because you have invested interest in them. I just don't think they're going to be ready for this year's version of the Ravens. After the bye week, <laughs> they've got the Panthers. They know how to beat Mayfield. Then they've got the Jaguars. The Broncos, Steelers, Browns, Falcons, Steelers, Bengals. That schedule, that's light, bro. I'm sorry. That's light. They're going to be able to get 13 I got wins them out of the schedule. 10 and 7 with me, but I got them beating us on January 1st, which pretty much gives them the division the tiebreaker division. So it won't matter what happens in Cincy the following week. I don't think it's close. I think they run away with this division. I think it's a, a thing of, of you and the Bengals being in the hunt for a while and then you slightly edge Cincinnati because of how hard their schedule is and the fact that they're not going to be able to duplicate what they did last year with the Ravens is not even going to be close. I hated See, I hated what they did on the defensive side of the football with the picks that they made because I knew bringing those guys into that system with Harbaugh, another team that's going to be they're, – they're a well-coached football team. They are. And looking at the opposition that they have to face, like, it's crazy to me. I looked at the Bengals' schedule, and then I looked at their schedule. I was like, oh, there's no way, bro. Like, I'm talking about the Ravens. Well, I called Ravens winning this division from the rip, and you know that. I'll go as far as to say the Ravens will, will probably fuck around and win the AFC North. Not the AFC, the AFC, period. With the with 13 wins in a tough the AFC, seed? 13 is, I think, I don't think anybody in the AFC is winning 14. I yeah. think 13 is the benchmark, and I think that simply because of 
the level of competition they have to deal with during the regular season, they run away with the division. And as far as the top of the conference, there might be, you know, you might have to wait next couple of weeks as we break down the other divisions. You might see a couple more 13 and, and four records in there. Um, but yeah, it, it they, they're going to, they're going to be on fire this year. Lamar Jackson is going to go off. Mark Andrews is going to be Mark Andrews. I think that he solidifies himself as the tight end one this year. You heard it here first. Spoiler alert. J.K. Dobbins is coming back and could potentially be doing some of the damage Jason, we thought he was uh, going to do. Jason said about the Ravens, just say woo after that hot take about them going 13-4. 13-4, dog. I'll, I'll double down on that all season long. And, bro, you know I have no love for the Baltimore Ravens. You it don't? It pains me to do this. But I looked <laughs> at their schedule, and I pounded my fist on the table and said, damn it, they're back. It makes me sick because it's, I just know that there's an event. We don't play them during the regular season. But when the playoffs come around, if we both make the playoffs, some of, we just have to play each other. We have to play them. Mm. They're, they're our biggest rival outside of our division. It bothers me. They don't like us. We don't like them. <laughs> I'm breaking the news to you right now, though, dog. They're running away with the North. Oh. Not, I'm not saying they're going to sweep you. They're running away with the North, dog. I, I don't think. I think it's going to North's going to be fought ben hard. Dito, look at that. The Jets, seven, Dolphins, tennis, and seven, Patriots. Nine, eight. The Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots to open up the year. All you're doing is you're feeding right. the beast. It could be 3-0 and by then. And maybe they beat Buffalo in the beginning of the year. Oh, Buff- Buffalo's schedule is not easy. Buffalo has a juggernaut. Buffalo's Buffalo plays. offense is just yeah, unbelievable. Buffalo also and has to play. very good defense. They also have to play four of their first six games on the road. Which means the back half of that is all home. Oh, yeah, but I'm talking about early in the year. They're, I'm talking I, about week four against the Ravens. So that means, you know, they would have to go like, what, six games? Three and three? Four and, four and two? Nah. I got the Bills going 11 and six anyway, so they're not going to have a better record than Baltimore. I got the Bills going. Ba- Baltimore is spoiler alert. probably taking the AFC, dog. We talked about them last week. I got the Bills going 13 and four. Okay. See, you have them projected. What, ba- what you probably project Baltimore. Yeah, but and you had the Bills at eleven and six. Eleven and six, but I, I'll admit Buffalo has a way harder schedule than Baltimore. Baltimore's playing a lot of I third just place think jobbers. At this point, the Bills are just a well-oiled machine offensively, and they're just going to put points up, and it's going to be hard for you to come back on them. Masses don't sleep on the Bengals. I, I love the Bengals. The Bengals helped me do a lot of winning in fantasy last year, but dog, that 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 strength of schedule speaks when you volumes win, when to you me win as far first as Cincinnati. place you get that first place schedule their schedule is just unfair and the way they <laughs> worked it like i think they'll be good you they'll examined be fun to it watch. a lot harder than i did and now Bro. after i examined it with you i'm like <sighs> whoa they get no breaks dog their breaks are the, are the little thing that i circled where they play the panthers and the falcons <laughs> that's their break <laughs> that's and if they slip up and lose one of those games bendito forget about it Forget about it. I could be wrong about them. I could be wrong about all of this. That's why these are just projections. And I'll be here each and every week on this podcast to defend my position. I'm just saying, based on what I saw with that schedule, it's just going to be tough sledding for Cincinnati. Maybe they start off with a nice little 5-2 and two record or something. After that, forget about it, bro. They're not going to be able to survive that gauntlet that I mentioned. That uh, From November 20th on, nope. Because you guys are going to be fighting for your lives. Each and every week is going to mean something for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Your record's not going to be pretty. How you win games is not going to be pretty. Shit, it wasn't pretty last year, but it's going to be effective. If Ben didn't miss that damn game, we were 10-7. and seven. So, I once again, to recap it, 
I've got the Cleveland Browns at four and thirteen. Five and eleven. Forget about it. I mean six and eleven. I'm yeah, sorry. six and eleven. Six and eleven. I've got the Cincinnati Bengals at nine and eight. Ditto. I've got the Steelers at ten and seven. Ditto. And also, spoiler alert: ten and seven doesn't necessarily guarantee you a playoff spot in the AFC. Like, there's going to be a lot of good records in the AFC. There's going to be a lot of ten and sevens in the AFC. It's going to be tough. And then I've got the Baltimore Ravens at thirteen and four. Ten and seven. Their offense is like Kansas City, score at any moment, and the whole team is young. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. So, look, Cincinnati's going to be around for a long time because they're a young football team and because they can score at will. And they're going to continue to score They're going to be will. around for as long as until Joe Burrow's first contract. I think they're going to be a problem for a while. You have – if the right hand don't get you, the left hand will. You've got Lamar. They've you've got, got Joey after B. this year, two more years until they have to pay him. So you actually have a nice three-year window to do something. A lot of windows aren't even that big in the NFL. Because then after four That's years, you got to pay Chase. Hey, they already been they already been to a Super Bowl, so they opened their window even bigger, if anything. They did more with less. Now that they're put in that platform with the upper well, tier of the sometimes AFC, shit's going to get real. Expectations can hurt teams. Oh, I, I'm, listen, I, there's no, that's why I put them where I put them this year. But I'm saying – that doesn't mean that they're going away, dog. I'm sorry. No. They're going to be a problem for you guys. They're going to be a problem for you week well, one. I said I knew they would be I, – I, I've I've said with their schedule, like looking at it, you know, nine and eight, got to face everybody from, in first place again. You're going to face the first place team of the, the one outside team from the other division minus the, a, the NFC South. So it, it's tough sledding for them. It's very tough. Oh, it gets – I don't think anybody's going to have it as bad as them this year as far as I'm hyped for them. Oh, I'm hyped for them, too, because I'm still going to draft all those players for fantasy. I'm super hyped. I want all the equity I can get. I want more shootouts. I want the Bengals to be down two touchdowns. I want them to throw that football. I want more carries from Joe Mixon. In PPR leagues, that dude is an absolute machine. People slept on him last year, which benefited me. That's why I scooped him up in five different leagues. So I'm all for it. I'm – it's – their real life record is not going to stop me from drafting them yeah. as far as fantasy goes because Garbage you time. want a piece of that offense. You want a piece of the Vikings offense. You want pieces of the 49ers offense. Like there's certain teams you just want a part of that. You know? Like these guys are still going to be going high in Damn even me. what? Higgins. Bro, they brutalized the after week 11. Bro. Look, I. I have a tendency to look at the schedules when I'm breaking down these divisions. I looked at that. and I, January 2nd is championship weekend. Bro. And they're up against Buffalo. I, I don't think that they survive. I think that this wild is going to be their off weekend. Year. If you're a wild card team in your fantasy playoffs, they're going in Tampa. I mean, but Tampa Bay's secondary isn't exactly scary, right? Yeah, but Joe Mixon. Is Tampa Bay good or Joe, not? Make up your mind. Who Joe, do you hate more? No, no, no. Second, you like more? Joe Mixon-wise, that might not be a good play. But he might get more. Just throw it to him. It's tough. That's what he he makes. Yeah. He makes things happen. That dude makes things happen. Their offense is still going to be good. You might see oh, a yeah. slight, not a full-blown Super Bowl hangover, but like a really bad headache. Really bad headache that's not going to go away. And and the headache Listen, is going to be... both teams are going to have a Super Bowl hangover because now with the pitching elbow I'm hearing, for the Rams... Yeah, I'm hearing great things about Pacheco, bro, but I got a feeling that your brother might beat me to it as far as drafting him. I'll try. I'll try so, if I can. I'll try so, if I can, uh, Matt. Mikey's brother. Hmm. 
So I'd love to draft Pacheco. I'm hearing good things about him. He is the fastest running back that they have. In the mock draft that we just did the other day that I was a part of, I purposely picked him. They're making comparisons. Yeah, you said this one's for him. Yeah. They're they're (laughs) making comparisons to him having that Kareem Hunt type of energy for the Chiefs. There's been nobody for them since Kareem Hunt like that. And this might be the dude. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has a guy every chance, but he just can't stay healthy. Nobody can – you can't trust Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. The reason why people drafted him high is because of the expectations and the fact that he has a cool name. He was really good in LSU. That man hasn't done squat. That boy was a monster in LSU. He hasn't done squat for me in fantasy He just football. hasn't been healthy, and then he just – ah, man. Nope. Pacheco He's has a real losing, shot. Bro, Pacheco, we're going to see – you know who we're going to see also? Gore. Pacheco has a real good shot of trying to even be an RB2. I'll help you there. For the Chiefs. like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is always going to go Andy down. Andy Reid is going to run the hot hand. So if Pacheco McKinnon, can get it going. McKinnon could get hot. He has, he has his moments. So you might see a little bit of all of them. You know how Andy Reid likes to use his running back. So I agree with you in that. I don't. Clyde Edwards is going to play himself out of the position because he's going to be out for like five to six weeks at times. Not because he's suspended, not because he got in trouble, but because he's not built. Like, he's not built for it. I agree. He's not built to be their RB1. On top of that, the Chiefs are not trying to have a three-down running back anyway. That's not how they play. They're the Kansas City Pats. Deal with it. Yeah, he proved that in the AFC (laughs) Championship. He's going to throw the damn football. Unlike Aaron Rodgers, I think he's going to give more of an opportunity to the young wide receivers than than Rodgers will. He won't necessarily need to trust them in order to throw it to him. He's going to give them chances. He, they're talking about Juju Raven and, and Chiefs camp right now. One of their wide receivers is going to have a great year. It could be Juju. It could be MVS. could be Sky. One of them is going to go out there and be like, I'm the number one guy here now. Yeah. I'm the captain now. And you got Travis Kelsey, who's somebody that you can trust. How much longer are you going to keep getting that production from Kelsey, too? We'll see. We shall see. I, th- I think Andrews will overtake them as the, as far as the tight end A lot end of these teams, I'm not – I don't wish injuries upon them. But I'm just saying a lot of these teams escape by the years with the injury freeze. You know, sooner I mean, or later it starts to catch up on you. And some of these top-tier teams, I could see this happening. Too. None of us want to see guys get hurt. But, but we've, all, we've, all been, we've all been football fans long enough to understand that football ages people way faster than any other sport. And that grind and putting your body through what these guys put their bodies through, it ain't no joke, man. And you can only stay on top for so long. We both have, we both sort of agreed as far as Kansas City goes that things are going to get a little bit more uncomfortable for them, not just in the AFC, but in the AFC West. Uh-huh. Even though we may not agree on what team it's going to be, like I said with you, if the left hand don't get them, the right hand, it's there. You can't ignore it anymore. That's probably the most competitive division in football. And Kansas City's identity might be challenged one way or another as far as how many wins they'll be able to escape with this year. Speaking of which, let's flip the coin. All right, so. You get to flip it this week. Heads, tails, this coin determines. All right, so heads is. Heads will do the west. Of tails, yeah. we do the south. All right. Next week, as far as NFC, AFC. So here we go, folks, live on the podcast. Oh, shit. We're live, pal. <laughs> It's, it's heads. We're going with the West. There you have it. We're Next week, we're traveling to the other side of the United States. 
We're going, we're going to the talk West. about the AFC and the NFC Woo! West. And there's so much to unpack. The AFC West, honestly, any one of those teams can win that division, quite honestly. The Raiders ain't winning it. Spoiler alert. Stop. The Raiders they made the playoffs. You guys got to stop with the Derek Carr nonsense. I don't know what it is that he Bro, did for you guys. Did they not make the playoffs? Like, did like, he sign an autograph football for yo, you or something that you guys think he's some type of magic man? He earned my respect last year bringing that team to the playoffs. And getting eliminated in the first round? That's still a big plus for if you're a, it's, a you know what? Fan. You know what? You're right. It's big for them. It, it, congrats. They've only been to congrats. the playoffs twice since that Super Bowl meltdown. Think about that. 2002? Yes. And you're, that's who you're putting your faith in. The Listen. T- <laughs> that, they were <laughs> smart. They did what everybody else. They loaded up on everybody in that, that, that division is loaded on offense. Was their last playoff win against the Tennessee Titans? I think it was. Talking like 20 years ago? Listen, if Derek Carr didn't get hurt that one year, Houston's not beating them in that playoff game. There's no way in hell Brock Osweiler Yeah, because, I mean, there. Houston, are, are, they're choke artists. So, you know, they're, they, so, they never won. Secondly... Shit. Like I said, every one of those offenses is loaded. Oh, oh I, yes. No doubt about I it. I can yes. see. Yes. I think a lot of them are going to – I think all of them are going to be in shootouts against each other. And it's just whoever gets the ball last. Then on the flip side, on the NFC, we don't there's, – there's so many unanswered questions about Matt Stafford's status that – I could change everything. I might have to change my – because I was going Rams back-to-back. Back. I, I, I had Rams winning. I had the Rams going back to the him. NFC title game. Spoiler alert. But now with this elbow injury, Dog. I can't do it. Without Matt Stafford, that's like a six, seven win team. It's a Jared Goff led team again. Bro. Like they're so now I gotta start putting perspective on Trey Lance. Because quite honestly, spoiler alert, I'm not putting the Cardinals in first. No. I don't trust them. No, they can't be trusted. And we definitely know Seattle ain't doing so. It's a two team race in the West and the NFC South and the NFC West. Yeah. It's between the Niners, it's between the Rams. So this is going to actually be a tough one for me to decide on. I think you're already I, like, I don't need us to come be here next week and know who you're picking in the West. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Denver. You've been sold on everything Denver to win done. the West. Yes. You think I'm going to pick Denver to win yes. the West? Well, you guys are going to have to tune in next week <laughs> to find out. Because I, hmm, you think you know me, eh? <laughs> Russ, you think? On this day, no, I. I, I just I feel as though I have a higher opinion of the Denver Broncos than a lot of people do because we sat on this podcast for years and talked about how they're one quarterback away. So right. now that they have their quarterback, I don't understand how everybody turned on them. Yeah, everybody turned on the Broncos out of nowhere. It's like, what's the I problem? I think the Chargers are more well balanced than that. Like overall, do we trust the Chargers though? Are you ready to make that commitment? Like you just did with the Vikings? You, you're going to keep trusting these crazy ass teams? I don't know. Can you like? Can you trust the Chargers? Can you trust them last year when just, all they had to do was stop the run? And then the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Andy Reid's there, and Andy Reid's gonna. Like, I I would not be shocked the Chiefs win the division again. It's not going to be as easy as it's been for it the is Chiefs not. in the last couple of years. I, I think the records for these divisions could be like similar to what I did for the AFC North. Hey, three teams from the division can can make the playoffs. Not uh, not the NFC side, well, not the happens. NFC West, but the AFC. If that happens. My team might be looking on the outside. Yeah, that's why I said ten and seven don't mean shit. <laughs> like ten and seven in the AFC don't win you nothing. Ten and seven might get you like a third seed in the NFC, but the AFC is going to be a different animal. It's going to be interesting. Maybe we can get Mike D back here next week. Hopefully, it's going to give you mixed emotions as a fan because your team has a winning record. I'm going to do everything in my power to get jumping Jay Fizzle here next week. That'll be good. 
I'm gonna That'll beat be good. his lineup and be like, at least get him in the comments, man. Hey, well, he deactivated his Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, that I do know. He's going zero dark thirty. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna just call him randomly. Unless, the, unless the first day I'm we gonna see call him, him is, randomly on the podcast. Like, what are you doing? Remember like, we were talking about we couldn't get a hold live. of him. Yeah. And then he was at the draft, moving yeah. the chairs and shit. When he no got one there before us. Yeah. When no one seen or heard from him, <laughs> he's there helping. I'm his gonna shit. purposely next week live on air, right when we're talking the West. I'm just gonna dial his phone number, put it on speaker. I'm pretty sure the mic's gonna pick him up, and I'm gonna let him say his piece. Because you know what he's gonna say, bro. Well, the Raiders ain't shit. The Chargers ain't shit. The Broncos ain't shit. And then he'll go. It's so hard to, to get him to the side. Think about this. Think about this. Yeah. Oh, he's I think he's gonna put MVS over. He's gonna put Sky Moore over. I think I'm I haven't seen him in a while, but I know his approach. I know his angle. We've been doing this podcast long enough and having him as a guest on the podcast. He was the original third man. He so was. I, I know more. He just or less. got real busy with work. Oh yeah. Totally, totally understandable. We we dig it. So it should be a great episode next week with the West, which means we're going to be finishing off with the West South. Side. We'll be talking about the South to close out the uh, divisional breakdowns, and then, yeah. leading into our playoff predictions episode. And then the following week after that will be the live champions dynasty league draft episode, which means we ain't breaking down no teams. We're building our own teams, which we will be having for the next three years moving forward live and in living color draft board sitting right behind us the first online live draft with like half the league there chilling beer o'clock and everything i'm declaring a beer o'clock for that day simply because it's draft day the beer money boys never draft without beer standard rule so whatever beer you guys feel like drinking that night you let me know ahead of time and it will be there because it's going Bro, down. We bring, we bring in the draft board the following week to the podcast. It's going to put it right behind yeah. us. Yeah, we'll bring all the draft boards for the first couple weeks. We'll just have, have it there. Every single draft board. We'll just have it there. I'm going to take Gridiron Goats. I'm going to look up, look at Serge. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm taking this. Taking this with us. At least put the picture. <laughs> post it in the forum. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. But, yeah, that pretty much. I'm going to uh, go on the True Legends. I'm like, Nick, I'm taking this. <laughs> I and we'll this. have, like, five boards behind us. Bobby will be there for Knicks. I was going to say, y'all know I'm back in two legends, right? Oh, hell yeah. yeah hell yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely team Cookup yeah, is in the man. building. Definitely. I'm changing all my team names this year. Okay. You know I mean, I'm moving away from the Cookup moniker because I mean fucking business. You hear me? Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like Najee I like Harris. It. I like it. Are you going to wear a visor this year? Nah, bro. I took the visor off. Why? Because I want to look at a motherfucker's eyes when I'm running at him. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's what, what like, he man. said. <laughs> I want to yeah, see his yeah, eyes when I'm yeah, running Franco over Harris him. attitude. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty scary. That's like, yo. I know he's not built like Derek, but when you see him too, like we watched him. I mean, push, he's baby Derek. We watched him push people to the floor like they were nothing. And it's obvious that he can handle a crazy workload. So you know, that's one thing you need. There's a there's not a yo, lot of people that can that, handle that type of workload. I'm gonna send you the clip because it's hilarious. Because then the guy that's uh, like interviewing goes, "Oh, damn." <laughs> Bro, before before Henry got hurt, he had like 219 carries. That's that crazy. was week eight or week nine. 896 yards, I believe it was. Oof. So I'm, I'm thinking about uh, I'm thinking about y'all y'all doing y'all live draft at O Money's. We're yeah. gonna be at Casa de Money September the seventh for the for the Dynasty draft, chilling in the lounge. 
I'll be I'll be making some margaritas for the gang. I might be in the corner sleeping at moments. Mikey will probably have <laughs> Hennessy <laughs> since I worked in the. I still got his any <laughs> bottle at my crib. I mean, y'all doing show for y'all doing. We're going to have the board behind us. It's going to be an online draft. And with every pick that's made in the online draft, we're going to put it up on the board and just talk mad shit in between. So we're just going to, it's going to be live in living color, live reaction, breaking everything down, talking about the board, who's going to pick Zeus where. Zeus running around like a crazed maniac. It's, it's going to be pandemonium. It's basically going to be pandemonium. Hearing me yell at him going, go upstairs. We're going to be chilling, you know. Mary Jane will be there making a guest appearance. Uh, yeah, hey, she's Samuel drafts, Adams. She drafts first. Sam Adams. It's going. It's going to be Oktoberfest. On top of that, are you kidding Sam, me? Samuel oh. will be there. Oh, it's going to be. Well, it's going to be live. Heineken will be right. there. Absolutely. Yingling Lager will be there, and we're just going to be chilling. One of us will be in front of the camera the whole time, just narrating everything, keeping Taking keeping turns. everything as together as possible. Take as every as member chaos. that's drafting that's there at that day. Here, please sit down. Let's. What's what's the decision behind this? Pick? Hearing people's justifications. Yeah, that would be dope. That's what I was thinking of, of, of being able to be uh, there to do those interviews after someone drafts and call. Oh, hell yeah. Now, that'll hey, help us, right, if anything, because we got to make it, picks and shit. We still, exactly, we're in our feelings. Exactly. So a lot of the times, you know, we're caught up. That draft. So, I, I would, so you get to like. Right. I, I don't have to worry about, you know, taking a pick or nothing like oh, that. Oh, it's going to be fun. So um, we're yeah. starting early, too. It's an early start time. Early start o'clock. time, 7 o'clock. Because uh, it's, uh, it's 26 rounds. It's 26 rounds. <laughs> so, yeah. So, some of the draft might not be on camera. Like, but the main, the gonna main be, course of it will be. I'm going to be inside. In league, right? Oh, yeah. That's going to be hilarious. I'm going to yes. be inside Ace Plumbing telling my workers. And I I, Ooh, uh, I had the privilege. Let's go. I had the privilege of drafting with Dre last year. And uh, the tequila will be flowing. When he's there, yes, it's roll tide. We'll, we'll have we'll have Terry Mama. Oh. I got very drunk uh, drafting with uh, with Dre, and it's 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 a whole lot of fun. So uh, it's going to be a, an interesting cast it's of characters. Interesting Wednesday. Night. Damn it! Why by, did Ed by, have to go by, on vacation? By that round week? eight, I probably have to draft for him. Hey, <laughs> hey, maybe he needs the hot tag. You know, yeah, hey, man. you know, some yeah, of us are at that point where we need to, to look rope, at though. we need to look at bringing in help to run these organizations at times. You know, like it's, Dude, it's getting a, to that point. It's crazy. Oh, uh, this is gonna be wild. <laughs> Alliances a, will a, be formed. A, a live Wednesday night, bro. This is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be. And to top it all off, the very next day is the Bills and the Rams game. So it's all eyes on us. There's yeah, nothing yeah, else going yeah. on. All the drafts across the nation should be done by that point. We're the only lunatics drafting on September the 7th. We couldn't figure out a day for all we of couldn't, us. Couldn't book it. We, we couldn't were... fit it. Like, we have – I have dra- – from August 21st to September 7th, I have drafts every single weekend, every single Sunday. It's all booked. I tried to get us a draft that Labor Day, but that wasn't working. When, when is the uh, when is the draft for our other one? Uh, September sick 4th. picks. Sick They're picks. both the ones you're in are both on the same day. The sick picks one is going to be at two thirty September fourth, and then at six we got to go to Is that a live one or yeah, they're yeah. live. They're all live. We're live. Yep. We're, we're live. Pal. Both at Nick's? No, no, first, uh, two thirty one will be at his place, okay. and then the other one's and then at Nick's. It'll be Nick's house at uh at six. We might we, we have one at twelve. We might need the a two DD. quarterback league. 
Yeah, man. I think my wife ha- might have to drive us there. Yeah, I don't know what type of shape I'll be in for right. uh, by the time I get to Nick's house. Mine ain't that, you know, my crib ain't that far from Nick's, but sheesh. <sighs> yeah. Because that, that 230 draft is when shit's going to hit the fan. Yeah. Absolutely. Sick picks is going to be crazy. Thank you, Mike. Sick picks is going to be crazy. Mike D, we love you, buddy. Mike D. Hope that you can be back here for next week's podcast. If not, we know for sure that you're going to be here on Saturday night for the Sick Picks podcast where you pick up the baton where we left off and you hit us with the fantasy stats that we need to know about the NFC North and the AFC North. I'm going to need you all are that the information. Saturday night's main event. Saturday night's main event belongs to Mike D without question, and it's going to get even better when football kicks off. Because on the eve of football Sundays, you'll be tuned in to the Sick Picks podcast. And now, especially with us being in, you know, in the Dynasty League and everything, on top of the fact that I'm competing against you, so I'm going to use the information that you supply against you to try to win. <laughs> I'm going to try to use it as an advantage to the best of my abilities and see how far it gets me. I love you to death. But, hey, when you're competing against the same guy in five leagues you know like I am with this guy. we got to talk about later with Mike in the, in the, in the chat? What? Is he betting any of these preseason games? Um, That's interesting. Should be spicy. Because I know people are, which is wild. <laughs> hey, there's people. How do you know who's playing? There's people that are betting on wrestling right now. Hey. <laughs> My man got the shovel out. <laughs> Woo! He just got rid of Laronitis. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he played the game and he won. He told y'all back in 2000 it's all about the game and how you play it. And now, look. <laughs> look at me now. Hey, real quick, real quick wrestling question to old money. What happens to Cody when he comes back? Yo. Oof. He was the one that destroyed the throne. <laughs> Let's see him try to the, do it again. the debut what? episode of Dynamite. Yes, what happens? The problem is they got too much money invested in him. He's going to come back as Stardust, dog. <laughs> There's too much. He gonna money. come back at Stardust and kick off SmackDown by doing the job. There's too much money. <laughs> He's like one of their highest paid guys. I still think. Well, the plan is, from what I read, I know it's a little off base, but Karrion Cross is back to win either the Universal Title right. or the because they're splitting the belts again. Because they finally, spoiler alert, having a undisputed champion is stupid when you got a brand split, you idiots. Right. So supposedly it's going to turn into a triple threat match. That way Roman doesn't get pinned and Roman's still over. Still pinned, right. And because USC's bitching that they don't got a world title. There you go. Uh, I can't be mad at them. Or tags. I'm paying you 20-something million dollars a year. Where the, right. <laughs> where's same, it at? Same thing with the Eagles. Oh, they're about to lose theirs too. They're going to be doing all that. Because they're, they're, there's a draft in the middle of September. They, so look for that the stuff. Women, the women tag, tag belts back. Uh, what, whoever wins that, you're going to see Naomi and Sasha come, come out on. and do the whole CM Punk thing again. Absolutely. Woo! Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. That's for you smart marks out there. <laughs> That'll put some butts in seats. <laughs> but overall, the product has been better in the last couple weeks. I agree. So we got preseason football the rest of the way tomorrow. There's football every Sunday from now until February. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. I hope that we trash the Ravens tomorrow. Even though it means nothing, it means a whole lot to me because I, I can't Ravens. stand them. That's that's one thing that we've been able to share over the years that's is our, I like sharing my is our mutual hatred for Baltimore because they're just they're it's Baltimore, you know, and they it's just, you know, it's just a rivalry that's never going to go away. I know that the AFC Central doesn't exist anymore, but uh there's still a lot of bitter emotions that I hold on to and uh carry 
as a uh, 33-year-old man because the Ravens, uh, it made me sad a few times. Every time the Titans were the first seed, guess who eliminated us? Besides this year with, with the freaking Bengals. It was Baltimore the other two times. So it was an AFC North team. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for the feedback. We love you guys in the forum. Of course, you know that the conversations never stop. If you are a part of forum, unless you're living under a rock, you need to be a part of the official sports bar of the internet. We do this all day. We do this all day long. Bring your opinions. Bring your fandom. Represent your squad. It's the best time to be a part of it right now. This is our Christmas, and our Christmas lasts five months. So, I mean, it's the best time to be a part of it. Don't forget to post your boards. If you're doing early fantasy football drafts, if you're a part of the forum, post that shit. We can talk about it. We can break it down. Post your records. Let us know what you think. I'm going to repost my divisional records in the forum once we get out of here. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. And that's the bottom line. It's like, nah, I ain't still nobody's Matt, mind. I love you, buddy. Haven't seen you in a while. Jason, Hope RJ, everything is Mikey, good. Rob, Chris. Hope we can chill at some point Great during comments, the regular season. And uh, Andrew, again, congratulations, buddy. Hope you have a great weekend this weekend. Congrats, my man. And we'll get Chief State Mania paid immediately, so Chief State Mania 2 begins without a hitch. Absolutely. All right, brother. You take it easy, man. Peace. Later.